Three grown men who care way more than they should. Glenn Clark. Glenn, no way. I'm sorry, Aaron. Did Alicia Fox call you the man beast? AJ Francis. And of course, everyone boos Roman Reigns, even though he puts on the best match of the night. Aaron Oster. Guys, look, there was that one time. You know, oh, geez, Aaron. You're the worst. You are the worst. This is jobbing out. What's up? What's up? Oh man! <laughs> I don't. I don't know why that. Um, welcome into episode number twenty-three of Jobbing Out, boys. Why is it episode number twenty-three? Well, I believe it's because we are having our twenty-third WWE Hall of Famer. That's absolutely right. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and the Rolling Stone, and of course, the main event. Vince, 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 Vince. I'm not in a rush. Ah, you snuck it in there, you son of a bitch. AJ Francis of the New York Giants, of course, back with us this week. It's uh, good to have him back. And uh, I know he was basically, he was more Brooklyn than Jay-Z was this weekend. So uh, he'll be able to tell us all about what it was like to be there for the entirety of SummerSlam weekend, which I, I'm very jealous, insanely jealous. Although I actually, actually, true story, I only got to go to NXT. Wait, really? I didn't even realize that. I genuinely thought that you (laughs) were at every show. Unfortunately, because when we got out of practice and everything, uh, on Sunday at like 5.30, and then by the time I would have got to Brooklyn, it would have been fucking 8 o'clock. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, that's true. (laughs) Might have still been worth it. Uh, Yeah, right? It turns out. I mean, you're probably right. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Uh, but it's good to have you back, and we got a lot to do on this week's show. The reason why AJ said it uh, in such a bittersweet way that we were having our 23rd Hall of Famer on the show is because, as we alluded to on Twitter, unfortunately, we actually had to tape it late last week, and AJ was not able to be part of it because of practice, and we knew this one was going to be particularly difficult for him because it's the Godfather. <laughs> the Godfather, bro. Did you guys at least tell him the story how I got... Suspended from school? Oh, you know what? I didn't even... Oh, damn it. I totally forgot about that. I totally <gasps> forgot about that. There were so many things that I had, like, writ- jotted down for notes yeah. that we didn't get to get to. Yeah, he told us some really great stories, though. He told us some really great stories, and um, we got to... He invited us aboard the Ho Train, too, so... Eh. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, if you want to sneak down to Virginia this weekend, he... He did also invite us to come smoke weed with him after a baseball game on Friday nights. Well, so, that is a hell of an offer from yeah. a hell of a man. Yeah, that was pretty great. But we will uh, – look, you guys will be able to hear it later on in the show. The Godfather will be the 23rd WWE Hall of Famer to join the program as he is in town this weekend, and we will chat with him later on. But we have so much to handle before then, so much to discuss. Uh, I guess let's start – And before we, ca- uh, before we do any of it – Yeah. 
I want to ask you, who had the best match on, on <laughs> Wow, you want to get there wow. first? Well, I don't blame him for anything from some I don't, I don't, blame, I don't blame him Before, for wanting to get out of the way. Else. I don't blame him for that. Uh, look, yes, obviously, Roman Finn was most certainly the best match on Raw this week. I am I, not. I'd not. like to say a, something in support Shut for up. one other match, though. Yeah. Because... That was the best Dean Ambrose match I've seen in years. Okay, Dean Ambrose oh, did look really good. Yes, he looked really good. That was good. a real and as far as like if you told me expectations, which one defied it the most, it would be that match. Mm, I loved better, that match. What that better, being said, the finish of the Dean Ambrose match was fantastic. Everything How about Dean Ambrose in that match was unbelievable. I mean, yes. I thought but, Dean I thought Dean looked really good. I thought he looked really, really good. And and uh, but yes, but the reason why I brought that up is because before we start on what happened this weekend, I need to know. Even uh, I only was able to listen to the first to the pick segment of the of the show because I literally listened to the show last week on the bus ride from the hotel to the damn joint practice we were doing with the Lions, and that's how I knew who everybody picked. Um, <laughs> did you know what the bet what? was? Uh, yes, I did. Okay, That's why right, I also was right, glad that right. I listened. <laughs> because, <laughs> because I did horrible versus NXT. Oh, man. I uh, I didn't have a great... We'll get to it. We'll get to it in a second. We'll get to it in a second. To finish but, your thought. But the reason why I want to bring that up is I need to know who you guys want to have to have the best match of the week the week before. Hmm. Oh, did we not? Mm. Did we not do that? Did we not? I don't think we did it. I think we were so focused on the picks that we didn't do it. Yes. Oh, son of a bitch. Um, uh, looking right. back there, to me, there's two possibilities. Remembering back to last week, I'm glad you can, one, I can barely remember this week. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, one's the Ruby Riot Sasha Banks match from last week, which was really strong, and the other would be the triple threat tag match between the Deleter of Worlds Revival and B Team. Uh, so I think that the triple threat match was the better of the two. Yeah, I gotta be honest with you, I think, yeah. it, I think it was as well. I think and, and, and that's, yeah, that's where I was leaning as well. Alright, there you go. So B-team Adam, versus Revival versus Deleter uh, Worlds. Worlds. Alright, cool. So I'll update these standings while we continue all right, our conversation. Alright, very good. So with that in mind, uh, we did make some picks last week with uh, easily... Our worst bet yet. Um, go ahead, Aaron. Run down how everybody did this week. All right. Let's uh, run this down. Uh, Migs finished with 13 out of a possible 18 and a half That's points. Pretty good. Pretty great, freaking great, good. Great. Uh, I actually tied Migs at 13. Pretty Glenn good. didn't do quite as well. He had 10 and a half points. And AJ... At twelve and a half. God points. Yeah. damn it! I I really. All right, so um, <laughs> I mean, I guess I just do it now, right? Like nobody else yes. is at the studio. I guess I just do it. Oh, Jesus, that's exactly Christ. how the situation needs to be handled. All right, here we go. Here we go, boys. Oh my God! Look at that tiny thing. All right. Uh, this is. Can you tell the listeners what you're doing? I'm currently pulling uh, my shorts aside. Oh, I, I guess I can just speak in the microphone. I'm currently pulling my shorts aside. Luckily, I didn't change after I went to the gym today, so I got the gym shorts on. I'm pulling them aside to take a picture of my tiny, flaccid penis. It's a great, like, the visual description alone. This is why he's a play-by-play guy. 
There That's is, facts. There is no way to like like I could do the bit where I say I'm not a I'm a I'm a I'm a grower, not a shower. What if you're just a nothing? What if you just <laughs> a really really? Tiny what, while you do this, I I do need to point out that you were two matches ahead of AJ going into yeah, SummerSlam yeah, I, and I, you finished right. two matches behind right. him. No, no, no. That's I, hard to do. I made some really bold claims that just did not pan out. Um, <laughs> as I said, I worried. I said at some point during our pick segment, I worried that I was picking with my heart and not with my head. And it was undoubtedly the case that I was picking with my heart, not with my head. The big thing was AJ picking the New Day and the New Day winning by DQ. Well, that did help. That That certainly helped. I I was looking at that. I was like, oh, well, there's a throwaway from AJ there. I'm a little... That one was what saved him. I don't know why you got... Like, I think the WWE was really smart how they did it. Like, milk everything out out of... the feud so that it's just right hang on let's let's save it save it save it we'll get back to that hang on i'm gonna i'm a little bit i'm a little bit worried that my kid my kids don't go to bed for a little while and like sometimes (laughs) (laughs) are you gonna have to register as a sex offender because of what you take on the live show i don't know if that's like it's my own kid does it work that way yeah that's exactly how that works yes But hang on a second. Is, it goes beyond any no, form wait, wait, wait. of parenting. I don't know so. if you understand this, but like you're 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 told that you're supposed to like walk around naked in front of your kids so that they see what it all looks like, right? Like, which is awkward as shit. What? And like, yeah, yeah, it's like a thing that people tell you. Like, they're supposed to learn that way. Like, yeah, that's so, not a thing that yeah, I. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> I never heard that. One. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you the worst thing in the world is is when like you go to sleep. Like, I'll go to sleep and I'll end up sleeping naked sometimes, right? Like, not all the time, but yeah. every now and then. It'll just work out that way, right? The once We're married, so we have sex, like, once every year or so. So, like, <laughs> like, when we do that, sometimes I might end up sleeping naked. And then my wife will literally, like, take one of the kids and, like, put them in the bed the next morning. Well, I'm sitting there naked. I'm like, what are you doing, you psychopath? Yeah. It's the most yeah, uncomfortable thing. It is. Uh, all right, I just hit send. Yay! God, I hope she responds during the show. She better respond I during the show. I don't even know. Now, here's, okay. Oh, well, here's okay. the thing. Can, can we agree? If she calls you, you put that on speaker. Uh, I would have no problem putting her on the phone. <laughs> like, I would have no problem just calling her back from the studio line. Here's the other thing. I this is oh my god. This is a really. I shouldn't even be talking about this. Uh you know what? Let's wait until we see how she responds, and then I'll tell you guys. <laughs> I might tell you guys the story. It's very uncomfortable. All right, so picture sent, and it's now delivered. So, we'll okay. We'll see what we'll see what she says. We'll, we'll see how that shakes out. Oh my god, this is the worst idea we've ever had. In the <laughs> of I can't believe you guys agreed on that. I I, I was just know. sitting I, there I, like, I, oh my I god. Did not agree on this. Just so so you know, I did not agree on it, but I did lose. Yeah, okay. yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, I'm and the more the more the more minutes that go by that she doesn't respond, I'm actually concerned. Like, <laughs> <laughs> did she? Did she call a lawyer? Does she think that was an accidental text to right, somebody else? Right. Well, but why would I ever send a picture of my flaccid penis to anyone, <laughs> Aaron? Like, if I was if I was screwing another chick, there's no chance that I'd be like, "Hey, check out this tiny little dick." Did hey, you, see you, this? you just said there's no difference. Yeah. I've never seen it. So, God, all right. Uh, anyway. What we're gonna do is uh, while we wait, I'm so I don't know that I'm gonna be able to do the show. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this. 
Well, you had this hanging over right? you the whole time. While we await that, uh, we will talk Raw-related uh, topics in the first segment. In the second segment, we'll get to SmackDown and NXT. But before we do any of that, uh, AJ, because you were there, well, I, get, I thought you were going to be there for the whole weekend. So you know what? We'll just save it. We'll talk about it when we talk about NXT. We'll just save that, and when we get to NXT, okay, cool. we'll talk about it. All right. um, obviously, Raw, we start with the main event picture. We start with Roman Reigns finally becoming champion, and then quite the scenario that was painted on Monday night, as unexpectedly we have a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion to protect him from Braun Strowman cashing in. Uh, excellent, first of all. First of all, it was excellent. Yes. I, th- a couple of things that really jump oh, out at me. Yeah. Are we gonna Are we gonna talk about SummerSlam at all? Yeah, I mean, well, I mean that together. The, both both ma- both main events of SummerSlam oh, and Raw. Okay, I got what you're yeah. saying. Yes. I thought you went straight to the Raw main event. I was like, whoa. Wait, no, I said I over. said we had a new champion, which like you can only oh, have true. if you have a. Sm- all right. True. Um, Whatever. So look, I, I have a couple of thoughts. One being. I, I think you guys need to admit that I was look, I'm not trying to pretend like he got cheered on Sunday night because he didn't. But my point was that it was going to be a different reaction than it would have been six months ago, and I was a thousand right. percent right well, about but, that. Well, but would, would it have been... We were talking about the solely uh, Lesnar-Rain scenario. I think Braun being out there, brilliant move on their part, oh, but had a lot to do with Hang the on reaction. a second. I just got a text. Hang on a second. Oh, wait a second. That's That was from Aaron telling AJ that we were ready to start the show. Why the hell did I just get that? Damn it, I'm so sucks. apprehensive about what's about to happen here. Um, yeah, but at the point at which he actually won the match, Braun was out of the picture. Braun, right. Braun was... But I, 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 do, I do think that if Braun had never been out there, all of that reaction is very different. I agree. You think that the reaction to him winning is different? I, I think the reaction to the whole thing is different. I think you have, I mean, A, people still were thinking, oh, man, maybe he's cashing in at the end here. Here we go. And then obviously it didn't happen. Right. I think that you have an entire match where they're not as into it as they are. I, I think the bronze inclusion was huge for every part of the crowd's reaction there. Yes. Um, yeah. I, I did not feel that at all. That feels like confirmation bias to me. Um, I felt exactly what I thought I was going to feel, which was nobody nobody was cheering for anyone necessarily, but they had decidedly determined they didn't want Brock Lesnar to be champion anymore. That was very clear. The, the biggest thing that I took away from the crowd was they didn't want Brock Lesnar to walk out of SummerSlam as the champion. That the one thing that we've all agreed on is we're done with a part-time There definitely champion. was a, you both suck. Yeah, Chance. there was that. I have no yes. doubt. I heard that. I heard that as well. But when, when Roman Reigns won, it was not chorus of boos. This is the worst moment. We're going That's to true. riot. That's yeah. true. It was, That's true. we're there glad. Was actually a pop. Yes. It yes. was, we're glad Brock Lesnar isn't champion anymore, which was the point that I had been trying to make that both of you guys were trying to fight me about. And I, I, I knew that was going to be the case. They did a good job. No, the, thing is, the thing is, it was the case. Be- You're right. It was the case, but it was the case because Braun Strowman was there. Yeah. But Braun Strowman Trust was me. not part you, of it anymore it, it, when it, Roman won. If you, I, dude, would you agree that a lot of the same people that went to NXT probably went to, to Monday well, Night Raw? I don't doubt that one bit. Okay, so at NXT, there was a lot of people that hated Roman's guts. I, I, I don't think, as I keep there saying, were a lot of Roman I don't chance. think they've gotten Roman over as a face, and I've never attempted to try to sell that they've gotten Roman, Roman over as a face. What they did marvelously, and what they deserve incredible credit for, is that somehow they were able to position Brock Lesnar as a strong heel versus someone that isn't even accepted as a babyface. It's incredible that they did yes. that. 
What it's they did true. is remarkable yeah. to the point where, despite the fact that there's still a boatload of people that were there that don't like Roman Reigns and that booed him again the next night, still they were able to get a pop just because it wasn't Brock Lesnar who won the match. And it yes, ended up sir. giving them a take-home moment. It gave them a sign-off moment for SummerSlam that was completely different, we agree, than it would have been at WrestleMania, do we not? Correct. Yes. 100% correct. And I also, just think that part would, of it was that... Oh, go ahead, AJ. I would also like to point out that this was one of the greatest wrestling weekends in the history of the company. Uh, I thought there was Period. a lot of good. I mean, I think there was a, yeah. a lot of good. Period. I mean, I'd have to go through right. all of the... Right. Yeah. I, I will gladly sit here and go through all of it with you. Every match on the NXT card, well, yeah, was, every was, match was, 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 on SummerSlam, even fucking Jeff Hardy and Shinsuke, like, everything was fantastic. Raw was incredible. S- SmackDown ended with the New Day winning the tag titles and winning it decisively with Xavier Woods and um, uh, Kofi Kingston instead of Big E, and that, that stamps their win even more. Also, on top of that, you got the damn situation with Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. Look, I think it was a great weekend. I, I really do. I think it was a tremendous yeah. weekend. I think that the storytelling was very good. Um, oh, my God. They yeah. advanced so many storylines. Yes, in the process it, was, too. it was excellent. And I think that what yeah. really makes it remarkable, and if, and if you want the statement to what you're saying, they did all of that without there being a big surprise return. They did all of that without yes. there being a big surprise call-up. And that's remarkable. Like, it's remarkable yeah, yes. that they were able to yeah. do that. The, with... the closest thing they had was the Shield. Right, and that was, you and know... that wasn't a call-up, that was just right. a reunion. Three, right, three guys, and they'd all been there the week before, right? Like, I mean, it was, they were, they were all around, and they were able to catch us off guard, despite the fact that maybe we should have been like, oh, that actually makes a whole lot of sense. Those guys never... Yes, yep. and I hate people that are sitting here trying to tell me that... Uh, they that they think that's a heel move that what the shield did. If well, it was a heel, heel move, move. No, it's not. Structurally, it's structurally, it's a heel move. No, structurally, it's, it's, wait, 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 wait. Will you no. let me finish my sentence? Yeah, you yeah. exist in a plane of other people. Okay, so uh, when they came out to protect their boy from being cashed in on after a match, that is a protect my homeboy move. This is the same thing that the shield's always done, face or heel. Period. Also, on top of that, if that's a heel move, then Braun cashing in after the match is a heel move. Yeah. Especially when he when he kicks him in the chest before the match starts uh, to try to get him even more fucked up. But nobody's talking about that, though. I, you're I, actually, I by the way, agree you agree 100% yeah. with you with what you just said. So, I agree 100%. So then is that, but what they did structurally, it was it, what they did structurally was a three-on-one beatdown for the sole purpose of keeping the belt on their boy. No, that no. is a heel move. No, no, no. However, it's not for the sole purpose of keeping. It, it was, was a three-on-one beatdown. No, it was, listen to me. It was a saving and then a three-on-one beatdown. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it so it's a three-on-one beatdown. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, you're, no, you're, no, no that's not the same thing, it, Aaron, it, it, and you're pretending it is. Yeah. I, first of all, I wanted. To, I do want to clarify something. I think they're in an awkward spot here. And this it's goes a tweener back. spot. It's a great tweener spot. I'm not saying this is bad. Whoa, 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 it's whoa, 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 whoa. You're getting You're spot. getting defensive for no reason. I think no. they're in an awkward spot. Because they're, and this goes back to having the, the belt, having the briefcase on someone who's a face. Braun should be the type. He should not be saying, I'm going to come after you after the match at all. That's, there's nothing face about that. That's not a face doesn't say, hey, go have an entire match. And then when you're weak and when and you're in bad shape, then I'm going to come get you. That's not a face. Exactly. There's nothing face about that. 
Now you can now he can try to you can try to pacify it with I'm going to tell you ahead of time that I'm going to do it. That if you're a face, if you're truly a good guy, then you don't do that. You say exactly. honorably, I so want like, a one-on-one match with you. The, but AJ's Right, AJ, your point is coming from the fact that Braun is actually being the heel in this situation. Right, and your point so, is even more so significant. So the shield is saving him. Right, and the other one too, and this is really where the line was crossed, which is that Braun attacked him before the match was to begin. There's no debate any longer. This is clear. You're the heel now. That's shitty. That's chicken shit to attack someone and try to put them in a disadvantage situation exactly. when they're already in a disadvantage situation. And so there's nothing heelish about what those guys did in coming out to protect someone that was attacked before a match began. It is not a heel move in and any way. And after a, an entire match ended. Right. Well, I mean, that... I, you could, you could. No, no, you're right. He's absolutely right. There's nothing heelish about it whatsoever. No, oh, I, I, here's, here's, here's where I disagree with you, and I'm not saying that it's a bad, and I think that it's actually really brilliant writing because I think it puts them. Normally, I think tweeners are just poorly written faces or heels. That's how it normally pans out. In this case, I think it's a solid tweener move because here's what you have. Yes, you're right. Braun was absolutely did a dickish thing. It's complicated because it's Braun and he's over, and as we've you know, we've kind of established. But the Faces shield are allowed is over. To do, and, but, and that's the other complicating factor is the shield is over. We have to. Here's the thing. The triple power bomb has nothing to do with protecting their boy. They're, yes, the triple they power bomb through, that, that has more to do with fuck you, Braun, for trying. Right. It's, it's a fuck you move, but it's a three-on-one beatdown, which is, no matter what you say, it is a it's heel not, move to have a three-on-one beatdown where it's no longer about protecting your boy. That is a heel move no, no, right he there. He started fighting back, and they had to fight him because he was fighting back. That's not a three-on-one beatdown. Dude, you're, you're, they, I, I don't know what you're trying to do. He's getting a three-on-one beatdown. No, like, he was fighting, fighting because he was trying to chicken shit win the title. That's why he was fighting. He was trying to chicken shit win the championship, and they were protecting against his chicken shitness. There's no debating this. I don't know you, why it is. Not, no, 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 hold on. There's a three-on-one powerbomb through a table. It's a heel move. It's a heel move in that situation. If no. it was just about defending just about defending the title, they would have defended the title. So you're saying Once they the never did a triple happen, and they back you, up. You, th- you think they never Th- did a is... powerbomb when they were faces? I think I think this that is one of the, I, want, I, I want you to know you've evolution? made a lot of really in a, in, ridiculous in a three arguments. on one scenario. When did they? When were they faces and had a three on one scenario where it was three every, against every, one? Every, when? every time they isolated a single yes. member of evolution, but, but every and, and single isolated time they isolated in a bigger three on three fight. Though that's the thing, he isolated in that was an isolated move in a three on three fight. I, I, they I specifically did the not. Time. But I, at the time, yes, in a small, in a bigger fight, they're I've trying heard so hard. I've heard I'm a lot of takes. I'm not trying so hard. This is. This I've heard is a lot so of takes logic. over the years. It's not. It's I've, a three on one. In any is, other scenario, a three on one beatdown. Like if this, it's okay, not a beatdown, Aaron. Let's say this, you're right. Let's say it was you're the right. authority. Aaron, Aaron, let's say it was Aaron, the authority. Aaron, 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 listen. You're okay. right. In any other scenario, a three on one beatdown is a heel move. Yes. In this particular scenario, in which this chicken shit massive monster attacks your homeboy after a match before cashing in on his title, that's not a fucking heel move. It is, is it 100. Face move, yes. Move. Yes. No. Because I the other guy is clearly the heel. I, I don't think it is. Oh, my God. I, this is one of, like, I have heard so many takes where I've walked away from myself banging. This is maybe the dumbest take I've ever heard in my life. This guy is clearly the heel. He's the chicken shit that's attacking your guy. So You're is, he, coming... is he going to be booed next week? No, no. that doesn't mean Neither that. None of them will. That's probably Roman. Yeah, that's I, well, that's the situation. And I and, and I think it's it's putting them all in solid tweener land. 
That's what I'm saying. There is no clear face in this situation. But, but you're that talking is what about I'm two saying. different things. You're talking about two different things. Just no, because, I'm not. No, no, you're no, you are. It's a face situation. I'm yes, saying it's not. I'm all saying heels, defined in wrestling terms. That's what that is. They're in defined terms. If a face does something that's a heel move, it's still a heel move, even if a face does it. We've been talking about this for years, Aaron. Okay, We've been and, talking and then, about that then, forever. Right, then a three-on-one beatdown is a heel move, no, even if its face is doing it's it. It's not a three-on-one right. beatdown. You keep trying to say that because you want yourself to be right. It's Nothing not, about it's that was. It's a three-on-one beatdown. No, it's no. not. No, it's not. No, the title is no longer in jeopardy anymore. There was, was no same. cancellation no, was of no the match. Same. You understand they the didn't same. say the match was, isn't oh, happening, right? There was no point the, the at which they said... The match was not happening. The no, ref was gone. No one Long had gone, said that. Ran. They came out assuming that there was going to be a chicken shit championship match yes, the for save the belt. Was, the save, you're right. The Aaron, save was a face move. Making sure the chicken shit doesn't do anything to you is all protecting. That's all Face. Yep. I don't yep. know how you At can. At some yep. point, you become an aggressor, though. Aaron, it does happen. What are you doing? Like what? Not, what are this, you doing? <laughs> I, I, this is, I, I you, am, you think the shield were one hundred percent faces in that? One hundred. Yes. Not like there's not even a room for debate about no it. This thing is hundred percent face. I'm so bizarrely like I am. It's, I, this it's is like indica sativa. There's no such I, thing as a pure one hundred percent. What what well. is the point of this? Like your your argument has no merit. What are you doing? I'm I, saying that I, I I'm saying I loved it because it set them up as solid tweeners. No, and I loved it. Nothing about what they did was tweener. There's nothing about them that was tweener. The crowd reaction might be tweener because of Roman, but what they did was 100. The crowd reaction wasn't tweener either. Yeah, in the moment, it sure well, as hell wasn't. There was, there was, it was it was funny to see like they were cheering Seth and Dean when they would, and then when Roman would stand up, they would tr- start booing again. Yes, but nothing about their actions is anything other than what faces do. Faces protect when someone gets attacked. That's protecting. There's no. I, I mean, Not to mention, they clearly needed all three of the motherfuckers to fight him off. Yes, obviously that's part of the story as well. There's no doubt about that. I, this right. is one of the most bizarre. Like trying to present the shield as though they're somehow tweeners is insane. Like it's the it's it's storyline. Dumb. I guess. I mean, obviously it. it, it it, it depends what they do. If they, if this is just them coming out and saying you are not cashing from behind, you can cash in whenever you want to have a match. If they do that next week, yes. then yes, they're clearly yes. more. Faced if than next week next Braun Strowman said, where they go. "If right if, now though, yes, I say that they're tweeners," and it could be the other way. Well, you're just saying that. There's no Braun's evidence. Tweet, it seems a little bit like he's like his his. They're gonna. What I think is gonna come out of this is I think there's gonna be a build to Hell in a Cell. Braun's gonna go gonna fight Dean. And Seth beat both of them, and then we'll have the Hell in a Cell match, Braun versus Roman for the title, is what I think is going to happen. Okay, uh, two things. One, and I just want to finish this topic. If next week, let me make this clear. If next week Braun says, I want to cash in my money in the bank for a match in the main event for the title, and Roman says yes, well, I guess he wouldn't have a choice because you get to cash it in whenever you want, and that match is set, and suddenly those two dudes run out in the middle of the match, then you're right. It becomes more of a heel thing to do, and that might make them tweeners. But as of this moment, there is zero that exists that suggests they are somehow tweeners, and there is nothing, no world, in which it would make sense when you're clearly doing this in part to protect Roman Reigns for the WWE to try to position these guys as tweeners. That's insane. They want them to be the top faces in the company because they want Roman Reigns to be the top face in the company. I don't know how that's hard to figure out. That all being said, I, 
I hear you, AJ. I, the only thing I would come back to is, I, like, if you're Braun, I feel like there's sort of like a what's the point thing here, right? Like, I, I don't need to beat anybody else in order to get my match with Roman. I can have my match with Roman whenever I want. The, po- the point is they just beat his ass. Right, so and, and, I, he's right. and I've got no problem with him doing it that way, but I guess what I would say is if, if you're doing that to get to Roman, like... Isn't that a fa- is that a face move to to beat the lackeys to get to the big boss? Kinda, yeah, that is, and that that would be look Braun. You could you could make the argument right now again based on his actions being heelish for one night, but overall having to be a face. Braun is being positioned as a tweener at the moment. I don't know how to describe what he's doing either. It's poor writing. They just think that this is where they fall back to. Well, Braun's a good guy, so whatever he does, that makes him a face. But we've talked about that problem forever. It's not just the case that if you're a face, you get to be a face no matter what you do. At some point, it has to be justified. And what he did on Monday night is not justifiable. Um, really, what he did on Sunday night is not justifiable. You don't, if you're a face, that's why it's awkward to have a face with a briefcase. You don't come out and say, I'm going to wait until your match is over, and then I'm going to try to, I think that doesn't work for me. If Braun wants to, and the way that it should be done, and this is what I, I said all along, Braun should just announce right now, Hell in a Cell, I'm facing you. And then if he wants to as well face Seth and Dean between now and then, that's all well and good, right? Like, go ahead and do that. Just take out your aggressions. But this sort of doesn't make sense. It, it really doesn't make sense to position them the way that they're positioning them right now, which is why I, I, th- I thought this had to be a Kevin Owens direction, because this is illogical if you're trying to keep everybody in the same roles. There's, there's, there's no way to win this. You don't win coming out of this with everybody in this still just being absolutely beloved and over. And- well, there's one way you win. If, if, if the plan is brought over as a face, yes. Yes, he has been, absolutely. Yes. But who, as Gwen just said, who do they want as the face, top face in the country? Roman Reigns, unquestionably. How do you make a massive... How do you make a massive face? Well, typically you yeah, try to do it by a chase. Overcome all the odds. Yes. <laughs> Against a massive heel. So you think I they think, want to try to position I Braun as a massive heel? I think they use the Hell in the Cell to turn Braun heel. to have uh, Not immediately, but down the line. To have him win the belt of Hell in the Cell. That's how you keep the shield out, is the Hell in the Cell. Um, and he wins it there. And then he goes on a path of destruction, which ends up being Roman versus Braun at WrestleMania. I guess here's the question. How do you turn Braun? If it's just one-on-one, Roman versus Braun not, in Hell in a Cell. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's going to go through the shield. And, uh, you're not but again, but I, but I, I, what I hear Aaron saying is that is it, that's the heroic thing for a face to do, is to say, I'm going to pick you off one at a time. I'm going to do No, it. no, 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 no. I mean, he's going to go through them, like, take them out one by one. You, okay, here's what I would say. But if I, it's the even the odds, no, no, then... I, I, I'm talking all, over okay, right. Well, no, no, I, I, no, 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 I, no, 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 no. I, I understand that, but I'm saying like we've seen that storyline before a three on one where the the one, even if it's before a match, even if it's jumping from behind, does things to make sure that the title match when it happens is one on one. We've seen that story over and over again, and it's always done no, in the case but, where but, the heel. But have you ever seen it with Braun Strowman who literally? Uh, and and that's the complicated that, yeah. that literally pulls down Titantrons onto people. Well, yeah, but the problem has been that the problem with, with that is inside. right. No, I hear you, but the problem has been that the fans have liked that. So, like, that's except, right. except, yeah. except, 
except they also like Seth Rollins and Dean. And that's true. Here's here's what I would say is we're we're also still ignoring that there is still a Brock Lesnar equation in this, right? I think Brock Lesnar will get I think Brock Lesnar will get his rematch at like Royal Rumble. Um, maybe it might, that might be the case, although that's, that's, it wouldn't be rumble because that's February. Yeah. That's really close to when his fight's supposed to be, but that doesn't, you know, I, I would think it would be more likely. I still think that he's a factor and I still think that Paul Heyman could be a factor in that as well. And if you, if in an AJ, I like your idea of trying to say, all right, if we're going to get Roman over as our top face, the best way to do it is to position against a monster heel. And we, you know, Braun Strowman's a monster. He should be capable of being a monster heel. Um, a decent way to do that is to continue to have him to do chicken shit things like he did on Monday. I mean, that's a to be yeah. to be frustrated. And on on top of that, have him fucking throw a car off a bridge that has Seth Rollins inside of it. Well, yeah, and align himself with Paul Heyman, right? Like, yeah, and, and that's, he would he would have to go completely over. He would have to make it so Seth Rollins is out for two months. He'd so have he to go have, for their lives. So, basically. so he would so he would have to flip over a car. Exactly, <laughs> but not have them come back the next. Yeah, and it's week. still, it's still. You have to be careful about how cool it looks too. You really have to be careful about <laughs> yeah. how cool it looks because so like, like, no, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you have yeah. to take, you have to take Seth. You have to make it so he's taking something away from the fans. When he's just flipping a car, he's giving something to the fans. This great moment. When he's saying, "Oh yeah, by the way, you don't get Seth Rollins for two months." That's when he's taking something away. Yeah, I mean, there's other. I mean, he could start doing. I, I, I do think that doing that, like again, there's a danger with the awesomeness. I think if you continue to have him do chicken shit things if you continue to have him do things that are not it's not uh, you know boy if if you continue and i know that what the danger is if you you said aaron if you attack someone backstage it does still seem like you're just trying to even the odds but i think in the way that you do it yes um if it's completely chicken shit if it's attacking somebody when they're vulnerable in some (coughs) sort of way i think there are ways you can go about making it clear that he's being cowardly um, and I, I do think that constantly trying to cash in in certain situations um, is a is a cowardly thing, right? Like I I, I think there's something yeah. to be said for that. I thought it was perfect the way they did it with Finn Balor too, right? Like that, that this is something that fans have talked about for a while. We want Finn Balor; he deserves his his chance. He never got it. Uh, he never actually lost. Yeah, his and it, and it and it immediately shuts them up, like. Of By the way, they, they the should show, they should have Kevin the Finn Balor title match at the end of the night. Yeah. It, yeah. They they should have Kevin Owens come out and get his title match next week. Just go through that and get rid of all that, that conversation. Be, yeah. yeah, it's not a bad idea. That would be that would be a great idea. Absolutely. It's not a bad idea. There's no doubt about it. Um ultimately in the end, I, again, I I think for as much as we shit on them and how long they drew it out and and their fear of pulling the trigger, again, I, they didn't get perfect, but they got way better then it looked like it was going to be if they had pulled the trigger back at WrestleMania. And I think they deserve credit for that when a lot of people were beating them up for the fact that they just ended up... It still sucked to not have the belt around. I'm not going to try to... Like, it's... I'm never in favor of not having the belt around. I'm not going to tell you that I was okay with not having the belt around. It sucks to not have the belt around. But that being said, accepting that fact, they ended up getting a better result at SummerSlam than they would have gotten at WrestleMania. So, you know... Obla di obla da, I guess at that point is where you go. Uh, next, the women's title. I, I, look, Ronda Rousey's Ronda Rousey, and at some point Ronda Rousey was going to be the women's champion, and that's all well and good. And that's what's crazy, the craziest part about the whole Roman situation would be, is that the match before people wanted to boo Roman for saying he gets pushed too much, 
Ronda Rousey won her the WWE Women's title in her fourth match. Right. No, I hear you. I I hear you, and you're not wrong. But I mean, you're not wrong. It is Ronda Rousey, so you you almost fourth, see where there might be a difference. But yes, I mean, fourth. Obviously. I hear you. Match. Uh, Roman Reigns was in WWE for years. I'm gonna be the one to say this. Ronda Rousey didn't break a barrier on Sunday night. She just won the women's championship the way that anybody else could win the women's championship. The bit they're doing where they're having all of the other women celebrate it as if she did something, they shouldn't be happy. <laughs> like, there's right. no reason... No, but the thing is, I, I look at it as like, as like, that's WWE trying to say that the girls are okay with the fact that Ronda won it in her fourth match. I, I, well, and I like, think there's a way to do it, but like her saying, hey, come on up here, this is your moment too. Like, bitch, no, I want the title. Like, I, what are you talking I, I, about? I, this is my moment too. How is you winning the championship? Could you imagine a male performer doing that? Could you imagine Roman Reigns walking out on Monday night and being like, come on, Kurt Hawkins, get up here with me. This is your moment. Dude, what the fuck are you talking about? This is my moment. I like, I, there, there's things that happen sometimes where like, the, the, I, I get they're trying to, to do something and they're trying to get somewhere, but there's a simple logic that is missing here, which is, why are any of these people happy about Ronda Rousey winning the title that they want? Like, what? how does this make sense? There's a little bit of logic to, like, Natty being happy about it because, like, they've sold a storyline that they're legitimately best friends and, like, I'm okay with, like, you being happy for your legitimate best friend. But, but the thing is, there, was, it was, there, weren't any, there weren't any heels out there that were really happy because clearly at the end of the night they showed the heels going over to Stephanie once right. Stephanie was on the ground. Okay. Right, but still... But, like, all the faces, like if the, if they're supposed to be faces, aren't they supposed to be happy for their for this girl I, who's also a face? I mean, be happy for her, but it has nothing to do with them. Like, I mean, yeah, like I mean, that, you're not wrong about I that. Mean, like, I'm not saying like, yeah, okay, cool, good for you, kid. Like, sure. we'll dab you up or whatever. But like, I want to beat your ass. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Like, I, I, I think they did an okay job of selling that this was all Stephanie's idea and and, and that, but I don't know where they're going with that because I, I hope they're it not even like they're if, about. No, if they're like trying to do corporation. Yo, all I know is if they're trying to do Ronda versus Stephanie at Evolution, Steph I will lose my shit. Well, no, I will we know. Well, we we think we might kind of know what they're doing with Ronda at Evolution. Well, the word, I mean, if you think I, the answer no is, if, a lot of people think it's Nikki Bella. That's, that's and, and that's why the bells were suddenly thrust into this for no reason. But, again, another weird moment. Another well, not, not not that why is, why is it weird that the Bellas are thrust back in? They're the biggest name in the women's division no, no. that isn't Ronda Rousey. But why are they suddenly in love with Ronda Rousey? Why did they get in the ring in, at SummerSlam? Because they're faces. But that's such a like, simplistic way of thinking. That would be like saying that every time any face wins anything. That, did all of the faces come out to celebrate with Roman Reigns when Roman Reigns won the title? No, but did you see any time when Hulk Hogan won the title and went backstage and people poured champagne on him? That's uh, fine. If the entire, by the way, if the entire locker room had spilled out and they were just two of them, and that was you know to to dethrone the heel, well, my, I would have been more my, okay with my, that. My, my point being is that's not something new that happens in wrestling. Like it, that, it people happens. have won the title. Mick Foley won the title and people came but out. But that was him conquering after a long time. She won it in I her get fourth that, match. But my, I understand that. <laughs> I understand everything you're saying. But I'm saying. This girl who they're all supposedly friends with in storyline because they're all faces, there's no reason they wouldn't be friends. Like, they might not be best friends, but they're friends because they're faces in kayfabe. Like, but we've done nothing. We've, we have nothing with the Bellas that suggests that, right? Like, that, that they're fake. Yes, you do. You have that they're faces. 
That's all, that, but and then they just guys. showed up, like because you know if 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 Bailey and Sasha had come you out with the being Bellas, kind of sexist right now because if John Cena just showed up and immediately was thrust back in the spotlight, you guys wouldn't wait, think wait, that was crazy. You wouldn't. Think oh, by the way, if John Cena had jumped in the ring after Roman Reigns won yeah. the title and raised his hand, I would have thought that was really weird. Yeah, you don't think that would have been weird if that would have occurred? Like, I think that you're actually making our point. Like, that would have been super weird no, if John Cena had no, just showed no, up in the no. like I, that part. That part of it. I'm not talking about them being in the ring with them. You guys, I thought you guys were saying it's weird that they're back in like. The no, I think it's weird. Picture. No, I think it's weird that for whatever reason they were standing in the ring celebrating with Ronda Rousey as though they had something to do with it. Like they, oh, they yeah, had no yeah, association with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, like it's it's just a bizarre. And again, I I get that they're trying to go somewhere, and so like sometimes. For whatever reason, they just do this thing where, like, throw out logic and it just is what it is because we got to get to Ronda versus Nikki Bella or wherever it is that we're going. But, like, dude, that's weird. That That is a weird thing that the Bellas were just suddenly in the ring with Ronda Rousey on Sunday night when we have literally never seen a single interaction between the Bellas and Ronda Rousey ever in the history of WWE. I mean, I have... I, I thought you were talking about the fact that Nikki Bella was back in like, like in a prominent spot. No, I have no problem with that. She's Nikki Bella, for fuck's sake. Yeah, of that's course, that's yeah. why I was like, I don't understand what the issue is. No, no, no. That, I don't. I have no beef with Nikki Bella being in the t- <laughs> near the top of the women's division. I have no problem with that whatsoever. If Nikki Bella is coming back to be a wrestler, by all means, I have a problem with it only. And this is, you know, we'll, we'll dovetail into more talk about this later. I do have a problem with it if she's coming back to be in the main event of Evolution and then she's disappearing again after that. Like, yeah. well, that's what's going to happen. Yeah, so. that right. I'm, I don't I don't like that. I don't like them using evolution as an opportunity to put over people that aren't full time performers. I, but they're not going to put over Nikki Bella. Oh, Nikki no, Bella's right. Clearly, put over no, I understand she's not going to win. I get that. But this being the first ever female pay-per-view, like the first, this is supposed to be a historic groundbreaking moment. I would like it to be used to benefit the people that are actually still going to be around in two months. I would like but you it, say, but you say that. But what was the main event of WrestleMania one? No, I know. I get that involved, Mr. T. I'm very aware. I'm unbelievably aware of that, and I get it. And I'm that I, this is wrestling 101, dude. This is like this. How this is you're having the first ever female but, match. Name a match other than maybe title versus title without the titles being on the line. Ronda versus Charlotte, which you're probably saving for WrestleMania anyway. Right. Like, what other match could you have put together for Ronda Rousey bigger than Nikki Bella? Um, I I I think that you could put together Nikki Bella if Nikki Bella is going to hang out for six months. Like that's that's my you know what I yeah, mean. Yeah, like, you could do that. You could do that too. But what I'm saying is for Evolution, right? What other match is bigger for Ronda Rousey than Nikki Bella? At the moment, nothing. But that's part of the problem. But that's we've been yeah. talking about that for the last couple of weeks. We've been talking about the fact that nothing. They they did a squash match on Sunday night for the women's championship, right? They that was a little embarrassing. That for the women's title. Ronda Rousey was toying with the champion. That was a little like, come on, really? That's and, but not, but not really because if Brock Lesnar did that to fucking AJ Styles, you'd be mad, but you'd still be cool. You'd I don't. Be like, yeah, I'd be pretty. Sense. I'd be pretty pissed off if he was doing that to AJ Styles. I'd be pretty. Bro, I'm talking about like not this AJ Styles. I'm talking about like when AJ Styles first got here. Like uh, if Bro- if if Brock Lesnar would have just beat the shit out of AJ Styles, you think that's not realistic? No, I mean, he bit the shit out of John Cena, for what it's worth, but he didn't... Exactly, that's what I'm saying. But he didn't do the thing where he sat in the ring and turned his back to John Cena. That's a little over the top, man. That's a little like saying... Especially because for Evolution... Yeah. 
Evolution, one of your featured matches is Alexa versus Trish Stratus. Right. And, Do and you and want you basically Alexa to be just, embarrassed that badly before you, that? You basically just said Alexa is so unworthy of being the champion, right? Like that, like, that she didn't even belong anywhere near the same ring as your champion. And now it's, hey, but make sure you check out Alexa Bliss versus Trish Stratus. Um, I thought that was a bad look, but it's, it speaks to a bigger problem. We've talked about this for the last few months. That they didn't. The one thing they didn't do was credibly create a scenario where Ronda Rousey felt like she was overcoming something. Like that's what makes sort of the celebration about it all so weird. Is if anything, all of these girls should be like shitting their pants. How the fuck are we ever going to beat this chick? She literally walked in and embarrassed our champion. Like our champ. You, you do. You do know she's only going to lose the title. Via the money in the bank, man. La- I, mean, uh, like, I can't fathom right. another way. You know what I mean? Like, how, <laughs> but it's part uh, of She's going to have the title until the next money. Look, I, and I get that you want Ronda Rousey to look strong. I'm totally, like, I get it. It's Ronda Rousey, right? Like, I'm fine with the fact that you want her to look strong. But there's strong, and then there's, holy shit, what do we do with her? And that's why we had that conversation about when you have her face dudes, because you're, it's a really hard sell for me right now as to what is credible for Ronda Rousey, what match could they make right now where you'd say yeah, it's believable that this person has a chance? Naya, you just have to do. That's, is that the one? Like, I, I don't necessarily disagree and, with you. And is Naya? I mean, Alexa can almost cleanly beat Naya. I mean, like, I they, but, they yeah, had, but Naya had. Let's not pretend Naya didn't have a good match with Ronda Rousey, though. Let's no, I, look, I'm all like, in on she Naya. She squashed yeah, yeah, yeah. Alexa Bliss for yeah. sure. Yeah, you know, but let's not. Yeah, you know how I feel about Nia. And Nia's, I don't disagree with you. And physically, you can look at her and say, I think. Exactly. Right. But outside of Nia, who? I think you have to do lots of multi-person matches. You have to do Uh, lots of credible, like, okay, will they team up against her type thing? No, you you really don't have to do that, guys. You're really missing the point here. Ronda Rousey is a mixture of Brock Lesnar and Goldberg. Okay? She's going to whip every single woman's ass for a very long time. Okay? And it's going to build to the point, just like with Brock Lesnar, where people are going to want to see someone else do it. And that's the person that they're building for. And that person is more than likely Charlotte Flair. Probably, or Asuka. Yeah, probably, um, you know, I... I'd, Charlotte Flair or Asuka. Or, or someone, you know, from the Four Horsewomen eventually somewhere down yes, the road. Yes, or, or Shayna Baszler. Right, something like that. But I, Shayna Baszler is also a heel, and she'll never be a face. I, yeah. so right, right, no, I hear you. Yeah, it's, it looks really good. <laughs> but uh, what, J- Jasmine Duke, she... You know, someone like that. Right. But what yeah. I'm saying is, I, I don't, AJ, I don't think you're wrong, and I don't know that necessarily it's the end of the world that it's going to be like that, but it does create a scenario where now every women's title match for the next however long, we're going to go into it saying, well, there's no chance that this person's winning. Yeah, I mean, but that's also what happened with the Bludgeon Brothers. That's how they were built, literally. Yeah. They, they won a squash match versus two teams at WrestleMania. In even shorter time than it took Ronda to beat Alexa. But we still had the conversations every time. Like, you know, like, remember, we we just talked about this in the pick segment last week. Like, I know that ultimately found out that they're, uh, which one of them got hurt? Rowan, is that the one? Rowan, Rowan. I know that ultimately found out Rowan got hurt and so that changed things. But, like, it still wouldn't have stunned me because it didn't feel like long term they had some massive plan for the Bludgeon Brothers, right? Like, at no point would it have really stunned me if they just said. Hold on, he tore his bicep when? During the SummerSlam match. And then went out and did that match. Yeah, right. No, no, it's amazing. Yeah, no, that, yeah, that was amazing. impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save that. Save Holy that. Let's, ooh, 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 don't give it too much away. I know, I know, I know, I know. But like, I, I, I think they're just in an awkward spot with Ronda, where 
we sat here when we said, if you're not doing Ronda versus Charlotte at Evolution, what match are you making that feels credible for Ronda as the main event? Because clearly Ronda's going to be in the main event. And we all kind of sat there and said, I don't know. And that's awkward. And I don't know that there's, you know, I, I don't know that there's an easy answer to any of this. I think that going back to it, they should have made Nia Jax look stronger than they have. They've fucked up Nia Jax so much for a year that, like, people maybe forget that Nia Jax even exists right now. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I just don't know that they've done a good job of creating credibility for any of the matches that they're going to have now with their women's champion. No, bro, I'm telling you, what what they're going to do right now is that they're going to debut Nia back. That's going to be the person that is going to be feuding with Ronda leading up to Evolution. And then she's going to face Nikki Bella at Evolution. And after that, she's going to run through every other woman on the roster. And they're going to build up somebody, and that person's going to get their ass kicked. Then they're going to build up somebody else, and that person's going to get their ass kicked. And that, I don't know, that kind of sucks to me for a lot of really talented women, right? Like, I, I think Ember Moon deserves better but, than that. But the thing, yeah, but the thing is, like, Ember Moon, I, I, Ember Moon could credibly beat Ronda Rousey. I can't believe I forgot about her. I, I, I think she can if you work the right she has way with that, her. She has that mega. She has that one mega move. Right, I hear you. You, you got to really she hits build her in it the properly. Eclipse. I, I, if she hits in the eclipse. It's over. I think. I think do. she's got work to do in order to, to to sell that as being viable. But you might be right that they could get her to a point where, if that's a late fall feud, you could find yourself saying, "Huh, maybe." Right, like if they really push her well for a couple of months and give her a lot of high-profile, good-look type of situations that they could get her to a point where, you know, you could scratch your head just the right way and say, maybe she's got a chance. Who knows? You yeah. know, like, maybe. Um, but it's limited. I mean, it's limited, and I, I just, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm nervous about that. Not because, again, you know how I feel about Ronda. Ronda Ronda's fucking A. Come on. She's been everything we could have ever imagined and so much more than that. Like, it's unbelievable how well it's gone with Ronda. But to me, it's also why... I said I don't think you wait more than a year before you start thinking about having her face dudes because at some point she's just so dominant that like it kind of ends up hurting the women's division in the process. Um, all right, so quickly let's go through everything else that happened on the Raw side of things. Uh, we have a new acting GM. We don't know for how long, um, but it's you know I, these are always interesting things, and I think there's always something good. I, I have no problem. I've said it all along they've done way more with Baron Corbin in the last couple of months than they had ever done before. They've sold me on Baron Corbin. Him wrestling in in it's it's corporate cane. It's just so perfect. Um, I'm all in. Baron Corbin's been great, yep. and I'm I'm good with this. I mean, I am not. Why? Just kidding. Okay. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine how obnoxious he's going to be? As oh, he's going to be great. Oh, it'd be, be great. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's going to be yes. excellent. Yep, I'm all yes. in. I'm all in. Now, Perfect. now, does this lead to a sooner title match? Like, is is that one of the big reasons they're doing it for the Lesnar thing? Uh. Because you present the situation where obviously Kurt wouldn't give it to it, but Corbin's right. there and Steph supposedly loves Lesnar. Yeah, that's a good point. That would make sense. I mean, yeah, I could see that. Absolutely, that would make sense. I would. I and I, I, I don't know what else. Like, I don't. Long term is is this leading to Baron Corbin versus Kurt Angle? With that being your hope of of how you get Baron Corbin to a main event type of status. Mm. Corbin's fine where he is. <laughs> He no, but it's clear that they want him to be. One and of the and, top and again, I do think that they have room for. He's literally the GM of Raw. Yeah, Kobe. and I and I would argue that I think they have room, particularly depending on what they do with Braun. Right, I think they have room with Brock Lesnar presumably out of the picture at least somewhat. 
I think they have room for another legitimate top heel. And clearly having him as a general manager is a great way to get him there. But yeah. you still need to get him there as a wrestler. Like he's not a, like you, you don't think of Baron Corbin as a viable top heel wrestler. But if he were to beat Kurt Angle somewhere, if that's your big Survivor Series moment, is that's Kurt Angle's one-on-one match? Like that's what you're trying to get and Baron Corbin's the guy? I don't know at this point that I actually hate that. I actually yeah no I could see that would be a really good match I think I I I think it's I don't hate it I just don't know if it positions him as a main event heel you know like it doesn't I guess technically position, it doesn't position him as a main event heel but facing Kurt Angle puts uh puts it more in a he can be in that spot in the future yeah fair I think fair. that makes okay. it much more viable for you to say Baron Corbin's going to be that guy in 2019. If you were to have him beat Kurt Angle at near the end one of one on one, that's Survivor yeah. Series. I mean, I think that would be a big step for him um, in where you're trying to get. If you're trying to make him a Triple H type of character, I think that would be a huge moment for him to get there. So I'd I'd be all right with that if that's the direction. Um, the the tag division still feels kind of weird right now. Um, like it it still sort of feels like there isn't an obvious sort of choice. For for who's next and where you're going with this, outside of just saying we got to keep having the authors of pain run through everybody, and we'll at the top we'll deal with just going month to month until the authors of pain are ready. Uh, but the authors of pain are they not currently the top heels on Raw? Um. I mean, they beat up Titus worldwide every week. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like the problem is, I, but who's the top heels on? And Raw? that's the problem, right? Like, and that's what the I'm revival. Saying. But do you think in a week you couldn't change that? Oh, right, absolutely. You can just do that instantly and change everything. Just as we stand, I think he's saying as we stand right now. Right. I think at the moment, right now, you're in a weird sort of spot where it's clear that they envision Authors of Pain being that team at some point. The question is. If you're saying that, do you just go ahead and pull the trigger now? I think in their heart of hearts, they'd kind of like to wait a little bit. But maybe they just say, no, this is this is what we've got, and it makes just as much sense as anything for it to have it happen now. So um, then, who would you have? Uh, who would you have the them go against? Who the B team or the authors of pain? The the B team. Yeah, that's the problem, right? Like at this point, I I don't know what the argument is other than to just keep having them face the same guys. And so if the answer is we don't really have a good option. So maybe we just need to pull the trigger on the authors of pain quicker than we would have. I, you know, I don't know that I have beef with that. I think I'm all right. With and I, if we're being honest, like, has the B team's run been great? Yes. Do you honestly believe that WWE has long term? No, plans no, 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 no. It's Bo Dallas and no, Curtis. That's not Andrew? a long. It's not a long term plan. This, this is this is Heath and Rhino all over again. It's fun. Exactly. Enjoy it. Enjoy it while it no, can. As, as I say, that, be though, nothing it, in a few it's months. Created. It's created to be utterly destroyed. Right, correct, and the Authors of Pain are a good group, are the perfect group to utterly destroy it. I hear you. I, I guess it just comes down to: Do you want to do that um, in in four weeks, or are you trying to wait? And maybe the argument is at this point you're not getting much more than a month, a month and a half out of the B team anyway. So just go ahead and do it. Um, and I don't know that I necessarily have a problem with that. I think that might be the best direction to go in. Um, so there's that. What else do we need to cover from, from- I, the title? Oh, oh right, yeah, yeah, we didn't right. Um, I guess I just lumped in Seth Rollins with with the Shield, and so I kind of forgot about that in a way. Yeah. It, it, the only weird thing about it right now, and at some point, I assume they'll do some sort of vignette about it, 
is you kind of have Dean Ambrose being those two guys' protector. Um, and you would think at some point, this is Dean Ambrose that we're talking about. This is a former heavyweight champion. I would think that at some point Dean Ambrose would say, hey, I kind of want to get mine too. Um, and that would be the one thing that I would I'd be interested in over the course of the next couple of weeks is how long do they envision the Shield being the Shield? And because there isn't, because they're doing it with two singles belts and not a tag team belt, there is an odd man out in that circumstance. So what what's his vision? What's his goal? What does he want to accomplish? And, and you know, the fact that they did have him, we've all assumed that there was going to be a heel turn at some point. I still think there will be. I'm, I was surprised. I was expecting it this week, and we didn't get it, right? So, and I like what we got better, so I have no problem with that. But I don't know. I still think that sort of looms over all of this right now. Yeah, I, I agree because if you consider the fact that what you just said about Dean Ambrose playing, playing the protector, I think that's going to continue because I think the next logical feud right now for the Intercontinental title is Seth Rollins versus uh, Drew McIntyre. Uh, yeah, I, I don't. I agree wholeheartedly. I think that makes all the sense in the world. And, right? and I think that'll uh, that'll lead to because Dolph is going to be there, Dean's going to be there too. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff that they can do together. There's going to be a lot of Dean and Drew talking about how Rollins doesn't really have your back. Why are you here? Blah blah blah. Then you're going to have Dean Ambrose end up costing Seth Rollins the Intercontinental Title, and that's how you would end up doing the Shield breakup, which then leads to. Seth uh, Roman Reigns not being as protected, and then that could be how you Have get Braun, Braun to catch right. him. Yeah, all that sounds logical. I'm I'm good with all that. I'll, I'll throw yeah. one other name. At some point, they need to figure out a way to get Elias involved at that level of the card. He's too good to just be getting scraps. Like it, it, at some point, you have to do something credible with him as a wrestler. It, it, he's he's just too good of a figure to keep having him sort of be there to get his ass kicked by Bobby Lashley. Like, like he's got to do something. And so I think you need to have a vision for moving him into that, that portion of the card at some point soon. No, do you do disagree it? With do, you. You, uh, do you do it as a face or a heel? Yeah, it's an interesting question. You know, I, hmm. I, 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 I think at first it has to be as a heel, but maybe it's him chasing the belt for a little while. Yeah, so, that's what I'm thinking. Like, if if the situation I just painted, yeah. Drew McIntyre is the Intercontinental Champion. He, he has Dolph Ziggler doing his bidding on the side. Right. And then you have Elias as the person who already chased after the Intercontinental title once and was unsuccessful. Right. But and then it, now he's getting another shot against an even bigger opponent, better yeah. opponent. And he's got help. The other guy has help this time. And, right. ma- and maybe you, way that you do it. And maybe you. And leave, he's already getting all the cheers in the world. Right. And maybe you leave a lesser face in that picture as well to have a safe face, right? And then hope that the crowd buys into Elias as the guy that's the underdog in that situation. And they start rooting for him. Yeah. Um, I, I I I like that the way that you pointed that out. I be I be for that. I think that's good. Um. One other thing we got to talk about on yes. Raw. Yes. Uh, we we need a kayfabe explanation of the demon. Yeah, like comes out for a singles match and not a title match. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's but not. But he had, the thing is, I I interpret that as he he had beef with Baron Corbin because Baron Corbin was being a huge prick all the time. He was not like he didn't have beef with Roman because Roman 
Right. Like, he respected the fact gave that Roman him the shot gave him honorably yeah. and like all that shit. I, but I but hear you. But I, I agree with you. But like he came out the first time he faced Seth Rollins for the title, so well, there okay. there is a little bit of disconnect there. Well, I, I do. Just, I would like on. to I do get think, that out. I do think that at some point you accept the demon. You can't define the demon, right? Like the demon just comes out of him, right? Like that. I think that that's part of the character. But the fact that people can say back, dude, when you're the demon, you always win. <laughs> like, why wouldn't you just <laughs> always be the demon? Yeah, that is a little bit awkward. That like you kind of have to address that. But I think what you're the, the concept of the demon is supposed but to be. But here's the thing, though: people, the same people who are saying that, Aaron, what? How, how would you have felt if he came? He wasn't winning the match, so would you right. Want well, him to come and, out and as that's demon? and that's the that's the actual answer is that he only comes out when he's going to win a semi big match. But I also like a an in character uh, right. explanation. In, in as character, well. it's I I think it's and maybe he hasn't defined it, but I think it's been clear. Like he doesn't know when the demon's gonna come out, right? Like it just sort of comes out of him. And so that actually kind of works because it means it just happens to come out for come out of him for these matches, and that's why he's won. So I'm actually I am kind of okay with that. But yes, yeah, somebody would still say back, dude, why don't you put the effing face paint on and see if you can get the demon out of you in these situations? By the way, I'd, I'd love a storyline in like two years or something where he's like, it becomes an incredible whole thing where he's trying to get it right, out. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, I, I think yeah. there's there's ways to go here. Yeah, he's somebody, but I just would like to see he's it. He's on Wakanda and he can't become the demon to save Oh, you his know life, that's right. going to happen when him and Daniel Bryan eventually become tag team champions. <laughs> <laughs> what? I've never thought about that in any way, but I love it. I love it. All right. Uh, when we come back in, we will talk about SmackDown and NXT storylines from the weekend that was in Brooklyn. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron Oster, and he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. Score big at the Green Turtle with our legendary crab dip, juicy burgers, or any of our delicious boardwalk iced teas and lemonades. Bring the whole team and celebrate your latest win in our rent-free party room. Need to raise money for your sports league or team? Our Funds for Friends program has raised over $1 million for local sports organizations. Everyone is a winner at the Turtle. Visit thegreenturtle.com to find your local turtle. And now, here to sing America the Beautiful. The Queen of Soul, Miss Arita Franklin!
I don't want to say this, but I'm going to say it. It's, Bro, I got goosebumps. I know. Right it's still number two to me to Ray Charles. All right? Like, Ray Charles will forever be America the Beautiful to me. I'm not going to, I mean, but that, that's my, picking, you know, cake or pie. My, yeah, my, literally. Hang, that's hang, exactly hang on a second. Pie is the obvious that. answer to that question. Well, so yes, I don't pie know. is the answer, but yeah. cake is also still very good. That's fine. You're right about that. Um, uh, honestly, uh, tribute to the Queen, uh, Rita Franklin, who is just. R.I.P. God damn was she just the most brilliant talent that we could have ever i had no idea she was the first woman inducted in the rock and roll hall of fame that is iconic yeah it's it's, a black woman yeah yeah yeah. no i hear you it's uh, look aretha franklin had a gift that was and this is the funny part and she played the piano that day i do think that over the years people had forgotten genuinely how talented of a piano player she was. Yeah. On top of the fact I, that I've she... I've definitely been guilty of forgetting that at times. Yeah. On top of the fact that she was easily the greatest female vocalist to ever live. Um, I, 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 God bless Aretha Franklin, and God bless everything she ever did. You ready, you ready for a hot take? Yeah. The greatest female vocalist to ever live is Mariah Carey. Okay, but Mariah. Her voice is dead now. Okay, Mariah Carey is in the argument, and I'm, I'm not. I, yeah, as much as you say it's a hot take, if you told me she was number two, I'd be like, yeah, I actually, I actually have no yeah. problem with that. She could, her range, you could argue, is even greater than Aretha Franklin's. But Aretha Franklin's Aretha Franklin, dude. Like <laughs> Mariah hey. couldn't have, Mariah couldn't do that. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. Oh my god. Uh, but that was from WrestleMania three, and obviously we were very sad that we lost Aretha Franklin last week, and uh, just a blessing that we were able to have such a gift for such a very, very long time, and what a goddamn career Aretha Franklin had, and that's awesome yes, stuff. Did. All right, back in here for segment number two of Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and of course the main event. AJ Francis of the New York Giants in this segment. Are you still married, Glenn? Okay, By the so way, just, yeah, just to check. Yeah, that I'm a little bit concerned about. No response <laughs> at all. And we did an hour, boys, in segment number one. <laughs> no response at all. Maybe she's decided after she realized just how small my penis was, she's done. <laughs> she got her two kids. And now that she's seen it in the light of day, she said to herself, I'm out. I am out. I am not sure, but uh, all your shit is on the front. Yeah, right. And then she's about to post. She's about to post this on the internet too, which is what I'm really worried about. Um, I I I do want to make sure, but this is what I'm really concerned about. I'm really concerned about. uh, This is what I didn't want to tell you guys. Oh God, this is such an embarrassing story. Um. All right, I'll just. Oh my God, this is so. Just wait. Segment number three. Save it. All right, I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it. I'll save it in case she gets back to me between now and segment number three. But we agreed if we get to the end of the show and she hasn't said anything back, we'll attempt to call her and try to get a response that way. So I don't want to deprive. The point of this bit was not my embarrassment. It was the audience's enjoyment of seeing the. Your embarrassment. Yes, correct. And no, so, I'm a big fan of your embarrassment. Yeah, I mean, you can feel it because you know me and you know my wife, so you can feel it a little bit more than I can, than or like the average person can. The average person, I know. Audience, that's why this is right. all I care yeah, about. For I you, you're like you exactly right, exactly right. All right, uh, let's get into uh, SmackDown, and we'll start with um, a non-finish, but I think we all agree, storytelling tremendous, 
And as much as I think that that should have ended with Samoa Joe becoming champion, the fact that we're going to get more AJ Styles Samoa Joe, I still think it needs to end. We're going to get AJ Styles Samoa Joe at Hell in the Cell, and that's how Samoa Joe wins. And and that's I guess this is my point. I'm fine with the fact that he didn't win as long as he's gonna win. Like this to me can't be AJ Styles just running through Samoa Joe. Ultimately, um, the storytelling is too good. I still think AJ Styles needs for his character a month without the belt and to chase a little bit. I still think that you need to have a Samoa Joe but win. The thing, here's the thing, though. If you have Samoa Joe do it in Hell in a Cell and he gets rid of AJ Styles because we've already seen what he'll do not in Hell in a Cell. Right. Mm-hmm. And he gets rid of AJ Styles and AJ Styles is off TV for two weeks, a month. Yeah. Oh, I comes don't... back. Yeah. yeah. And then that's how he starts... It could even be longer than that. He could take some serious time off, which he could use, and come back at the rest of, at the Royal Rumble. And he and he sells it in storyline as you know Samoa Joe is actually right. I did need to spend more time with my wife and kids. Yeah. Like no, I'm 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 good with that. I again, I'm good with all of this as much as I think it should have gone another way on Sunday. I'm good with it as long as we still get to that point. And in the process, the storytelling has been really. Really good. Um, as really good. As Daddy, of, you're bleeding. Yeah, it was tremendous. That was really one tremendous. of the better. Bro, was that scripted? You think? I, it's it almost seems so. impossible that it could have been right. Which, but like at the same I, time, I mean, you just tell a little girl to say, "Daddy, you're bleeding." When you when but, I come, but you need hey, her to when say I, when it. You see me say, "Daddy, you're bleeding." Yeah, I know, but you need her to say it on command and not forget and all that. Like, dude, you've been around little kids. The notion yeah, that and, and you know you gotta you gotta know who's bleeding. I mean, she also could be an actor. Yeah, maybe that's true too. Basically, yeah, that's true. I don't know. I, but it, 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 who cares? It was great. You know what I mean? It like, was amazing. Yeah, like I said, I, I put up the poll. I didn't even see the final results of it. The the daddy you're bleeding versus yeah, Mr. Yeah, Stark. I, I don't that. feel so good. Yeah, no, it was it was wonderful. It was it was, it was really perfect. It was really perfect, and um, the storytelling has just been excellent. So I'm all in. I'm all in. It's great. Give me more of this. Give me it forever. Thumbs up all around. Um, as long as it keeps going. And then the, the great thing on Tuesday, right? Like, you know what's funny? Is when they stood on the stage, my only thought was, oh, this is a unique thing. I kind of dig the idea they're going to move interviews away from the ring and onto the stage. Like, at no point did I think they were just doing that to give a, a new way for Samoa Joe to attack AJ Styles. And so I'm a dope. <laughs> like, I'm an idiot. <laughs> because Pretty gen- much. genuinely in my head, I'm just like, ah, this is a cool new way for them to do interviews. I kind of dig this. It's a different way of looking at the crowd. I like, oh, right. I'm a big student. Well, they've been doing those for a little while, but yes, also true. I don't remember. I don't, who else did they do that with? Well, they did the um, Kevin Owens thing with Braun tipping the mini stage. And they also also did, um, oh, who was it? Fucking, um, uh, Big Cass would do interviews out there too. Did he? I don't remember that at all. Well, maybe yeah. I just maybe I was just so bored. Yeah, maybe I was just so bored by Big Cass. Yeah, tailored suit. I remember. Yeah. All right, <laughs> I'll buy into that. Um, so that was the big one, and then obviously the secondary thing is we got exactly what we should have gotten from the Miz and Daniel Bryan. Um, yep. There's there's just no way to complain about. First that. of all, I would like to point that out is no one saying that's the match of the night or match of the weekend, but it was really good. It was closer if you ranked every match from this weekend it is closer to the top than the bottom what was it not the match? Uh, what what was definitively better than it uh, of the night obviously not the weekend of the night the intercontinental title match no no i think i would agree with that yeah but it was really good. I, 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 I don't have the a problem with it but i, I, I think you're right there did you see the intercontinental title? they no, did yeah. they did they did the 
inverted version of Seth's uh, top rope uh, suplex. Oh, by the way, that I don't know if that was really unsafe or just looked really unsafe, but yeah, it, it, it that really, was crazy. It really did. There's no doubt about that. Um, yeah, it was a great match. It was tremendous. It involved The Miz doing exactly what The Miz should do. It gave us Maurice back, and we all know that Maurice is perfect for The Miz in this world. How is Maurice about to wrestle when she's, like, just had a baby? Ah! Uh, what, four or five months ago at this yeah, point? She didn't just have The baby her. was before WrestleMania. So, yeah. by the time we get to Hell in the Cell, what are we looking at time-wise? We're looking at... Um, looking at about five months. Uh, more like six, right? Cause oh, six months. Yeah. yeah, end of September. Yeah, yeah. So like six months. six months, which is still I'm not. It's amazing, right? But like you know, doable. Six months is. I think six months you're able to be back to it. now. God, I, you guys are so. You guys are such part of the patriarchy. You're such a problem. What are you, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was part of the I'm patriarchy. Trying to, I'm trying. I'm trying to give this lady props for being back. I just so said it was amazing. And you guys it, are like. You guys are like, yeah, it's been like six We're months dealing with the world in which Serena Williams won the Australian Open while she was pregnant. While it's pregnant. Gonna, it's yeah, going to yeah. take a little bit. It's going to take a little bit in order to really wow me in comparison to that. <laughs> that sounds so true. I got to yeah. give Serena yeah. props. It's real tough for you to be like, I mean, this was good too. Don't get me wrong. Six months after you had a baby, incredible. She won the Australian Open while she was <laughs> pregnant. Um, Can we, that, Serena Williams is like, Serena Williams is to sports with Aretha Franklin. Aretha yeah, there's no doubt about yes. that, man. No yes. doubt. Uh, um, I really love it because I was worried that it was going to be, okay, we're going to shut the door on Ms. Daniel Bryan at Hell in a Cell, and now they're not. No, they're, this is they're doing it. absolutely going to mania. They're doing it perfectly. They're doing it perfectly. This just you, you, This is a perfect way to continue it. Now, I still think these two guys need to get away from each other for a little bit before you get them back together for WrestleMania. But Hold on. When is the tag team? When is the... Uh, when is the tag team match? It's at Hell in a Cell. Oh, I thought, I thought, oh just okay. I thought you were saying they were not going to have Miz versus Daniel Bryan. Like, no, they're, they're they not going to have a singles match at Hell in a Cell, like in yeah. the cell. I was like, what? No, 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 no. My my concern was that was going to be the match. Was was that ends the feud right there? Right, Hell that in was going to blow. Versus Daniel oh, okay. Bryan. I got you, I got you, right, and they're not, obviously not doing that. Right, now. no, they're, it's very clear now that they are extending this thing forward. But again, I still hope that they get a you know, there's there's a there's a break and then a continuation. Right, like that's what I think they ultimately need to do in order to make it work. But it's bro, and that match was so fucking stiff. Oh yeah, you like it, they sold the storyline of we genuinely hate each other. I not think they do genuinely. That might be part of the story. You might be right about that. <laughs> that might absolutely be part of it. But they they sold the shit out of that, and that's that was great. It was because they were legitimately punching the shit out of each other. Yes, yeah. yes, yep. that was... kicking kicking the shit out of each other. All true, all true, <laughs> and all great, and all tremendous. Uh, it was excellent. It was really really well done. Uh, as we alluded to earlier, we have new tag champs as the New Day ended up winning on Tuesday night. It, that We're assuming that plans probably changed a little bit. Um, although, I would, as I said over the weekend, I would have had no problem if they had just said, we want a big moment, the New Day winning the titles is a big moment, and I don't think there was a big plan for the Bludgeon Brothers. I just don't believe they had a big yeah, plan. That, that's why I think this had, bro, there's no other reason why they would do a fake injury with Big E. Um, do we know that that's... The, the, oh, hang on a second. I mean, Just got a text. We, Damn it. Uh, no, it's not. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <sighs> uh, no, but, like, we don't know it. I don't, we don't know that it's fake, but, I mean, 
Eric Eric Rowan literally wrestled with a torn bicep. Yeah, which is incredible. I mean, it's incredible. So, like, I don't think that Big E would be like, nah, I'm not going to wrestle because I got a little rib injury when this dude's wrestling with a okay. torn bicep. Un- unless, unless the plan is they wanted Kofi because maybe Big E is going to singles while these well, guys hold and, down the and, tag and, titles. And, and, well, let me ask the other question. Is there any chance that it starts a scenario where there's a rift? Is there any no. chance that they use this to sort of have Big E be disappointed no. that he wasn't part of it? No. I agree with AJ here. I think no. that it would be really ham to do it. Five time, five time, I hear you. five time, I hear you. five time tag team champions. I, I like hear you. Kofi and Xavier have won it together. Didn't the last time? But didn't not, they win it? But, I, I can't remember not, at Battleground. I know Xavier was in involved. Way. Was it Kofi and Xavier? I don't remember. I really don't remember. But I, what I'm saying is that they've never done this before where they, like, determinedly pointed out that someone wasn't going to be in the match. Right? Yeah, and that, that could be because, well, we're about to have a new heel champion of Mon- of SmackDown. I'm sorry, Tuesday Night SmackDown. Uh, so you think- could you Could you think of a better WWE title match for the first SmackDown on... Uh, it's next well, year. I guess no, that, would be, that would be next just year. too far out in advance. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So then it would be uh, Royal Rumble to have Big E versus Samoa Joe for the WWE title. I like it. I mean, you know how I've, I felt for some time. I'm for it. Um, and if that's what you're doing, that's what you're doing. I, I, I'm, I like it. I just, I would. I'm, Nobody has. Who sold more merch than the New Day in the last fucking five years? Uh, only a couple. I mean, it's, yeah. it's you know, it's, it's rare. They ain't going nowhere. They literally just changed the thing that they're trying to sell and then sell. They they were trying to sell cereal. They sold that. Though they, first they were trying to sell socks. They sold them shits. <laughs> then they were trying to sell cereal. They sold them shits. Don't forget then the unicorn were, horns. The unicorn horns. They sold them shits. Uh, uh, ice cream t-shirts. Sold them shits. Uh, pancake power, which isn't even a thing. Those are selling like <laughs> hotcakes. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, bro. I mean, they, are, they are not going okay, nowhere. But they've done things with other guys that were selling merchandise too. Like the Shield sold merchandise, they still broke them up, right? Yeah, like, no, no, no. But like, I hear you. The, I hear what you're saying. I get it. You made. You're not gonna make. Th- I mean, you could make three mega stars at the New Day, but let's be honest, you're not about to make three mega stars. Well, or they could have a mega star and a mega tag team, right? Like, that's, yeah. that would be the other option. And but you can have that as the New Day. I understand. Too. I understand. I understand what you're saying. I totally get it. I'm only pointing out that I noticed something. I'm not telling you I think that's what it's happening. I just wanted to bring it up. I noticed it. It was weird. They'd never done that before. That's all. That's nope. all I'm saying. The man was eating chicken wings. No, he wasn't. A- and it was ribs. And he wasn't actually eating them, which is the weird part. I don't know if you <laughs> noticed that, but like he kept gnawing on them without taking a bite, which actually made me wonder if he legitimately had effed up his ribs. Because if you had effed up your ribs, it would be very painful to be eating ribs. Like I could, <laughs> that actually sold me on the injury perhaps being legitimate <laughs> when he was standing, standing there holding ribs and gnawing at them and not taking a bite whatsoever. I was like, huh. Maybe there's something to this. <laughs> um, uh, women's title. Oh, yeah, AJ's food is what, there. What, one, one other thing before we get to the women's title picture. Um, what do you do with uh, Luke Harper right now if you're WWE? Um, that's interesting. Uh, I, I, 
I he's so good. He is he's really, so good and deserves so much better. I have no problem inserting him into the that the the mid tier of the card as a singles performer and as a great heel. I have no issue with that. Now, um, you know, if what you're worried about is right now you're kind of loaded because you have Randy Orton and you have Shinsuke Nakamura and you have you know a, a good number of heels in that range of the card. Maybe, but like, what's Rusev doing if you're moving him on from Andrade right now, right? Like, what? I I know that we haven't really gotten anything, any finality with Bobby Roode and Mojo, but are we? That's sure on th- the other show too. Is that on Raw? Jesus Christ! Yeah, right. <laughs> Man, my bad, my bad. Um, you know what I mean? Like, I I I think you could get him into that point part of the card and have something for him. I mean, I, I, the answer is not you leave him and and wait until Eric Rowan's healthy. No, I, that's clearly not the answer. Right. And I think in the meantime, he's Luke Harper, the bludgeon brother. I don't think you're t- retooling the character at all. I think he still comes out and looks like a badass and works like a badass and the whole thing. So yeah. in, you know, in the meantime, you just wait until Rowan's ready, and then they're the bludgeon brothers again. Um, I don't think this is what's happening or will happen, but it is interesting to point out that – while Braun needs backup, his two former cohorts both just lost their tag partners. I hear you. The, I, the only problem I, I don't think, like I said, I don't think it's happening because Braun with backup right now doesn't make sense. It it doesn't. And the other thing too is that like you would, I guess you would have to try to put together a trade, and you could like they can always do that. But I, they've 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 gone back and forth without doing trades before. They should. You're right. But but but, but have they in the last year and a half? Um. Well, when Kane showed up, yes. But I think they've sort of said Kane's not on a show. Like, I think that's sort of what they've kind of said, is that, like, Kane wasn't here, and so you could have missed the fact that he was actually drafted to the other show because he's not been here. You know what I mean? Like, have they done that where somebody was on one show and suddenly showed up on the other show without... I'd have... John Cena, but no. But it's the same no, well, thing. They, they, they specifically said he was a free right. agent, so... So that's the only thing I would say is, I, I hear you, but I... I think that that's the one thing I'll give him credit for is I worried they were always going to smash these shows together. Now, obviously, that's not going to be the case moving forward with Fox and, and NBC having different you know right stakes. They're clearly going to have to have definitive who's on one show, who's on the other show. But I don't know. Like, I, I don't – I just – I think they've done a good job of not just having people show up for the sake of showing, showing up on the other show, and I don't want them to change that. I, I like the idea of there being a Raw and a SmackDown, and you have to watch – because these people are on Raw, and you have to watch because these people are on SmackDown. I mean, I love what they... WWE is at the best point it's ever been at for me. Right. Every time they have one of these big events, it's fantastic. The matches are incredible. I cannot wait for the one in Australia. It's going to be amazing, too. You know, we didn't... And the best part about that is the fact that the reason why that is is because the roster is so fucking deep yeah the roster is deeper than it's ever been you have people on nxt right now that could have main evented raw fucking no you're right you're right 10 years ago you're right yeah i mean you have a lot you're of telling stuff me, you're telling me gargano and champa and oh, ec3 Dream yeah of course adam yeah. cole couldn't main event raw uh, 10 years ago? of course absolutely I mean, they could do it right now for christ's sake exactly you know what i mean like you're absolutely right about that um, I would just I, again. I would. This is working right now. Stick with it. Don't yep. start having guys show up on the other show just to show up. Just keep the, you're on this show. That's the show you're on, and, and have a have purpose for Luke Harper. Luke Harper singles wrestler is fine. Just just do everything He's the exact awesome. same way. Yeah. If you do, push him, do everything the exact same way that you were going to do it. 
just as a singles guy. Have not changed nothing. Changed nothing except maybe his, you know, the 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 Titan keep the music and change the Titans run so it says Luke Harper instead of saying Bludgeon Brothers. But that's it. That's all you got to change. Everything else, same thing. Just have him have a point and purpose as a singles performer. And you might need to start breaking up some of these tag teams because you're. We've talked so much about how loaded the tag team division is, right? Like. I, at some point, it might be time to consider breaking up Sheamus and Cesaro. You know, like we—I'm all in on Sheamus and Cesaro, but I, at, at some point, it might just be time to say we are loaded in this. No, nah, I think I think the Usos are going to go to Raw. But why well, now? Because there's no massive face tag team on Raw that can overcome the odds once the Authors of Pain run through the B, B team. Yeah, I think they might try to hold that off till after. I, uh, I don't know. Hang on a second. Uh, that's my producer calling. It's not my wife. Son of a bitch! <laughs> God damn it! You need to just block everybody's number right, except, except for your wife. I'm so worried about the fact that she hasn't responded at all. I don't know. I hear you. I would just say the same thing that I just said a second ago. I don't want to mess with anything. Don't put somebody on the other show just for the sake of putting them on the other show. Hold it out. You know, do do your work. Um... I, I, they've got a boatload of good tag teams on SmackDown right now. Okay, break a couple of them up. But my, my, I think the way that they, the reason why I said that is because the new day, like the Usos, don't need to be on SmackDown anymore. The New Day are the tag team champs. You have the the Bar, who, as much as their heels, they get face reactions. Literally, people scream the Bar right. with them. And you also have the Good Brothers on SmackDown as well. So there's a lot of But what I'm saying is I think I think position as a face right. on SmackDown to be the underfaces while New Day reigns supreme. And then you could use the Usos to be the team that you build up to like who's gonna come and beat the authors of pain. Right, but I, I think I think on Raw you can always create a tag team and you can always go that route in order to get your next No, 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 no. We need less of that. Why? We need tag you got a pretty loaded mid card on Raw. You got a lot of dudes that are that are there there's a loaded group. Of people yeah, but you also you also have an elite tag team that is perfect for this situation that isn't necessary on SmackDown. But what I'm saying is if you turn Sheamus into Cesaro, and Cesaro into singles, per, if you break them up, not even necessarily... Mm-hmm. Like, you're not even I'm really not a break- fan of that idea. Why? Like, I get... You are right. Because Sheamus and Cesaro are amazing as the bar. They are, but could they be amazing still now as Sheamus and Cesaro? Like, at this point, have they done... Yeah, but but I don't want people to boo Sheamus again for no reason. But I think that what we've talked about in the last couple weeks is that we've all kind of remembered that we actually like Sheamus now. No, that's going to change. That's going to change when they break up. I don't know, man. Well, if if, if if they if they make him the Seamus of old, the kind of corny, right. weird, yeah. you know, saying weird things, then yeah, it probably would. But, but there are there's a way to position him as a face that would be accepted. And I also think He's, that you can again, you don't have to break no, the two of them up. No, there isn't because when the bar breaks up, Shasaro's going to get all the cheers. But what I'm saying, you, you is, have to no, no, mutual. You, it has to be a a amicable breakup. Right. You don't that, have to do it facing. That they both uh, have opportunities to do things as singles performers, and they're actually supportive of each other. And they, you know, like if 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 right now they spun off Sheamus and had him face Luke Harper, you think that Luke Harper is going to become the face in that situation? That's one in which he wouldn't, but there's a lot. Of well, but what I'm saying is, I think right now, my, my point that I, I was mean, making heel. is if Luke Harper becomes a singles heel on SmackDown, you have a number of singles heels in the mid-card on SmackDown, and so I think there's room for more singles faces. I think there's a couple of options 
for you. Right now, it looks like Randy Orton and Jeff Hardy are going to work together for a little bit, but I think most people are already kind of done with that at the moment. Um, so at some point, Randy Orton would be there for the pickings. That Shinsuke Nakamura would now needs somebody else to face for a little bit. There's a bunch of options at the moment. America. Yeah, I'm all in on it. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's amazing. But like my point is there's a bunch of options right now that if you spun off Cesaro to face Luke Harper and Sheamus to face Nakamura for the Intercontinental or for the yeah, God, I'm going to do this forever for the United States title, then you don't think both of them are getting cheered and they're both not faces in those scenarios? I mean, they yeah, they are. In those particular scenarios. But I I'm telling you right now you can mark this down in your calendar. What's today? April what? It's not April. It's definitely August. <laughs> I said April, sorry. Uh, August what? 22nd. Okay, so on August 22nd, I told you that when the bar breaks up, people are going to boo Sheamus for no reason. They're gonna. That's what's going to happen. Okay. And, and you're going to be like, oh, no, I, the fans suck. And I'm going to say, see, this is what I Well, fans about. do suck. You are right about that. I'm not <laughs> arguing with that point. What I would say is, to me, it would be about how, what they do. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not telling you it's impossible that you're wrong because it's totally possible they fuck it up in the process. There's also the danger that they're going to make people like Shinsuke Nakamura again because everyone's going to remember really quickly that Shinsuke Nakamura is fucking awesome. And they forget that he's supposed to be a heel. And so then they, they spin off Sheamus to face Nakamura. And they haven't noticed the fact that people started liking Shinsuke Nakamura again. And that's a really bad situation to be in. Like, that's the type of thing they could do that would end up screwing it up. And in that case, yes, they would unquestionably be right. I think there's things you could do right now. I think right now, if they split the two of them up, and, and even, again, not splitting them up, just had them both doing their own thing, and one of them was facing Luke Harper, I don't. if it's Sheamus or Cesaro, whoever it's going to be, I don't think that person's getting booed. I mean, like, I, I just that's the gut that I have. Um, what else? Oh, we didn't even talk about the women's title picture. Yeah, that's a pretty, pretty big deal. Uh, um... Look, it was great, but there was a... I I count myself in the group that says, I can't help but come away either one, disappointed that Becky didn't get her moment, which I sort of get, like that's part of the story, but but two, it does make it difficult for me, the, the Becky as the heel thing. It just does, because... It was clear... You feel bad for her. Yeah, everybody wanted that for Becky. And yes, undoubtedly... What she did after the match, that's a heel move. There's no debating it. There's no arguing it. There's no anything. But there is a human level to the Becky Lynch story. And they've done a really good job of telling the human level to the Becky Lynch story. And it just makes it hard to embrace her as the heel in this situation because we know the human side of the Becky Lynch story. So Becky Lynch with the best female promo of 2018. Oh, she was incredible. No doubt. It was incredible, her promo last night. It was excellent. But... It was excellent, but was it a heel promo? Other than other than attacking the yeah, fans, yeah, she attacked the crowd, and that's that's something that a heel would do. But um, by the way, by the way, they posted it on YouTube. They cut that part out. Maybe they're maybe they're not sure, right? Like maybe they they really after last night sat back and said we're not sure about. I I I couldn't help but just say that felt like a miss. It created a great moment, no doubt. You know, like Becky attacking uh, Charlotte I mean, after the match. If they're really if they're really gonna do this. The best way to do it is how they've done it so far. Like, right now, nobody thinks Becky's the heel because they want her to win. Right, right. right. That's the perfect time to make Charlotte the definite heel, which she's better at anyway. I don't disagree with that, but... And if you're ultimately trying to get to Charlotte Ronda, then you you, yes. you want her to be able to be the heel anyway. So I don't... 
I don't have a problem with that being the route they're going, but I I think they should have done that. Like they should have done something where they where Charlotte did something shitty to win the match or something like that, right? Like I wish they would have done it that way. Or if they were going to have Becky be the heel, if if you're the heel, you're not supposed to be the one chasing. Like that's a pretty simple concept in professional wrestling. The the face is supposed to be the one chasing, and if Becky's going to continue to chase I, I'm I'm with you. I think it's a better. I think it just it's it works better with Charlotte as the heel. But they came out of it clearly trying to get Becky over as the heel. Maybe Aaron, you're right. Maybe what happened is them recognizing that that's not going to work, and they're going to change their mind and try to go a different direction. And, There's one. And, oh, go ahead, Adrian. And you can play up the fact that like an easy way to make Charlotte the heel out of this eventually. Is having them face at Hell in a Cell, have Charlotte win in, inside Hell in a Cell in a very, very, very destructive manner. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a good way to do it. That'd be a good way to do it. Go ahead, no. Aaron. I, I, de- I was going to say, I definitely think this was planned to be Becky. I think they just underestimated the fact that she is. I mean, it's not just the personal side. It's the character as well, oh, the story right. they no, were I telling. Yes, like absolutely. Everything about it makes her very if you have to choose Becky or Charlotte you're going to pick Becky everything tells they you to pick Becky They literally called her Becky Balboa right like this is <laughs> right the, and and nothing's changed like it's the same storyline she is there, the actual underdog There is literally only one thing I can think of right now that if they are going forward with this where they want Charlotte as the face and Becky as the heel is that Becky has to cost Charlotte the title and help Carmella win that's the only way for me to see this going forward where you can stop saying that Becky is in the right. Yeah, yeah, that would be that would be But I don't think they're going to do that. I think that's the only thing I can think of. I think it's interesting. I think they need to sit down and sort of look at this and, and, and keeping in mind if the plan ultimately and again this is an awkward one because we're all talking about Charlotte Ronda, but it, it, what again it's, I don't know if you guys know this, Survivor series is the one time all year where someone from Raw faces someone from SmackDown. I'm not sure if you're aware of that. And so, obviously, that can't Is that happen. not true now? What's that? Well, it's not... Like, uh, that was the joke last year, but it's no, this well, year, Money in the Bank. 2018, is have, that true? Have you heard of... We don't... Money, money in the Bank's a thing. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah. They, yeah. they, they still a did backlash, that. backlash, they you know? Yeah, right? Like, they've, they've, they've actually done it a, a, a fair bit still. So, it's still... Like, I, the bit still plays. Um... I don't know. I don't, but if that's the goal, if the goal is Charlotte versus Ronda, then the most logical thing to do is to have Charlotte become a heel again. And if you're going to have Becky chasing, the most logical thing to do is to have Charlotte be the heel. So I would encourage that that should be the direction that you should go moving forward as well. All right. Is that it for SmackDown? Are we good? We covered the whole yep. gambit? Excellent. Well, when we come back in, AJ can't wait. We're going to talk to the – oh, yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Godfather joins us next. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's... Fuck you, Glenn. This the is... main event. <laughs> AJ Francis, <laughs> this is Jobbing Out. <laughs> 
The latest edition of Press Box is available now, and it's our annual college football preview edition, in which we offer thorough previews of the season for all of the FBS, FCS, and Division III programs in the state. Additionally, the edition includes a preview of the high school football season for the region as well. Press Box is available for free at over 500 area locations, including 60 Royal Farm stores. You can also find the entire edition, as well as the best daily coverage of the Ravens, Orioles, and Terps at PressBoxOnline.com. Come get on the train. <laughs> Back in here for segment number three of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark and Aaron Oster from the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone. And what an honor to be joined now by a Hall of Famer. He's going to be in town this Friday night with the Potomac Nationals and your opportunity to hang out and meet an absolute living legend the Hall of Famer. You know him as many things, but mostly as the Godfather. He joins Man, us now. What's up, everybody? You know how excited I am to come to a baseball game and to actually throw out the first pitch. This will be the first time the Godfather's ever done that. Man, I'm so excited, I don't know what to do. Wait, Every day real? I'm out there working on my curveball, working on my fastball, working on my knuckleball. Man, I'm going to throw some heat out there. Wait a second. You've really never thrown a first pitch before? No, no, man. Wow. I, I never have. And I, I see Stone Cold somewhere did it a couple of weeks ago. And I was saying, you know what? I'd love to throw out the first pitch, man. I, I, I consider it an honor to throw out the first pitch. I can't wait. Man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm practicing right now because <laughs> I might throw a curveball, a knuckleball, a slider. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, man, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to entertain them. <laughs> are, are you are you are you nervous at all? We've seen some guys get up there and no, just completely man, throw I, into the dirt. I, I I'm at my club right now in Cheetahs, and I, I place all my liquor orders. <laughs> so I've been talking to people this morning about it, and they're like, "You're not nervous." I never get nervous, brother. I, I don't get nervous in front of people because I always want to do well. Uh, and plus, I want to throw from the mound. I'm not throwing from no in front of the mound crap either. I'm throwing from the mound. <laughs> All right, Friday night, go to PotomacNationals.com right now to get your tickets. Uh, but it's going to be an incredible night. Uh, the gates open at 6 o'clock, the game's at 7, and your opportunity to hang out and meet truly a legend. Dude, okay, I know that everybody on the planet, you're one of the most beloved figures that has ever existed in professional wrestling. And the cool thing about you is that, like, there's so much of you that we know is not that dissimilar to your character is it hey. still great at this point in your life to be the Godfather? You know what? I I, I own a uh, topless club, a strip club in Las Vegas called Cheetahs. I'm one of the owners. Uh, um, I'm still around all those. You know what? The God. I don't know who's more of who. If Charles Wright is the Godfather, the Godfather is Charles Wright. <laughs> but that that personality that you see. And you'll see it when you meet me. It's, it's, that's me, brother. I, I am that person. It was so cool that they let me be the godfather instead of being a voodoo guy or an ultimate fighter. And, and that's the problem they had with me is they. I, I look like a monster, but I'm actually a nice guy. And so when, uh, when you let me just be myself, that's when it all came out. And the godfather was nothing more than Charles Wright being my silly self, man. And that's just how I am. I got to ask, while you're at your club, do you have guys coming in not to see the ladies, but to see you instead? Oh. We have it advertised from because um, uh, on Fridays and Saturdays, if I'm in town from 10 to 2, I try to hang out at the club, and I, I, I do nothing but 
take pictures with people that literally come in just to see me, <laughs> and uh, which is cool, man, because they usually end up, you know, I'll put a girl or two on them anyway, so we're going to get them one way or the other. But uh, um, a lot of people come by just to meet me, and I think it's a cool thing. And if they're really super-duper cool, I'll bring them back to my offices, and uh, we can talk there. Wow, man. Oh, my God. Now i got to get to Vegas. That's got to happen. Right. That's got to be on the list. Charles, okay, well, so— Well, you got to be careful, you know, because, you know, in, in Nevada here, everything's legal, so you got to be careful with hanging out with the Godfather. I know that all too well. I'll just—I'll uh, leave that one right there. Um, yeah, we'll leave that one alone. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just say this. Nevada is, or Las Vegas, is the best place in the world for the the Godfather to live. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, all right, Charles. I can imagine. Charles, okay, so here's the important thing, right? Like, we know the Godfather is this beloved figure, but we also know that, like, the world has changed a great deal. Do, do you think the Godfather character could have still worked 10 years later? Like, do you feel like that? No. Okay. That's no. All, yeah. Neither. No way. There's no... <laughs> You know what? I, I love Vince McMahon to death. No matter what people say about him, he's always been so fair with me. It's not funny. And and uh, he was the first one that came to me and says, Charles, he's just taking way too much heat for what I mean. I'm calling the girls this. I'm talking about smoking. Everything that I was doing was so far over the top that he was fighting for me. But, you know, eventually they had to take me off the air. There is no way that you could have a godfather today. There's no way. You know, another thing, like I was in the nation of domination. Yeah. And that was a bunch of black guys that were kind of like uh, militant type of black guys or from the nation. And today we were hated back then. We were actually hated. And today I think you'd be liked. Wow. Wow. I hadn't thought I mean, about think that. About You're it. absolutely I think if right. If you created a nation, people would like you now. Yeah, that's a great point, man. <laughs> yeah. No doubt. They'd be afraid to be called a racist if you didn't. <laughs> I mean, think about the New Day. When they, when they got together, we thought, hey, maybe they're going with a new nation and they'll be faces. So, yeah, like. Yeah. yeah. Hey, the world's a changing, brother. The world's a changing. I'm trying so to guess, keep up with it. So, I guess if you were if you were a younger you coming up in the WWE now, what gimmick would you pitch since you couldn't be the godfather? Oh, Man, you'd just be forcing something on me that I was, and I don't know. I mean, I would, I would have, to, I don't know. It would be hard. <laughs> I am so That's glad the way you didn't... I am for it to be believable. You see, now I'm really, I'm so glad you didn't come along ten years later because you would, we would have been robbed. We would have been robbed oh. of so much, <laughs> of just so much joy and delight. And again, it was a different time, and it was. I, I think looking back on it, the other thing too is that like, it's not as if anything you were doing was was inherently wrong i know obviously you could not refer to a woman as a hoe in 2018 like i understand that it doesn't work that way but you know like it's not as if your character was evil your character was representing a good time was representing having fun and everybody involved was making their own choice to have fun so like it's it's not like anything about the godfather himself was inherently bad or anything along those lines you know what i i I, uh, it was the godfather was mostly my wife's idea from uh from the from the outfits to the jewelry to the vest to everything that was all my wife's idea actually i wanted to be a mean pimp and i wanted to wear (laughs) more like a real pimp and vince was like charles charles 
there's no way I'm going to have you on TV being mean to girls, calling them hoes. I just can't do it. So we went with my wife's idea and just let my personality run with it, man, and just had fun. She came up with all of that, the outfits, the hats, the feathers, the jewelry. I just did the, 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 the entertaining part. And what I did that is I said, I was looking what was going on, and I remember telling Undertaker, I'm like, you know what, bro? You might make a lot more money than I make, but at the end of this, when I'm 60 years old, I want to be able to walk. And I, I really, I, I, so I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to entertain the people. And I said, I'm going to come up with something just to entertain them and make it for the people and make it fun. And wrestling was almost secondary, man. It was just, you knew when the Godfather came out with the girls, it was going to be a good time. Win or lose, it was going to be a good time. There was going to be some dancing and there was going to be some just some a good time man, man. so besides besides pitching the the bad pimp how did that first meeting with vince go <laughs> that was a total 180 from what your character had been before I, i'm sorry i didn't catch that i have some people in my office talking loud they forget that i'm on the phone <laughs> no worries i'll say that What'd first meeting me? with vince where you pitched the godfather idea how did that go the what I'm kind of, you're kind of breaking when, up when, on when me. When you pitched the idea at first to Vince, what was that? Oh, it yeah. was, what happened was is is uh, me and D'Lo were – at this point, nobody was in the nation but me and D'Lo. Mark Henry might have been there, and they were kind of like Rocky was spinning away from the nation. So for almost a year, me and D'Lo didn't wrestle. All we did was take somebody – took somebody's finish, Stone Cold Stunner, Undertaker's Tombstone. But that's all we were there for, and I said, I have to come up with something. And so I let my hair start growing. And then back then, I was more of a biker. And I would wear black jeans and a black kind of a biker vest. And I wore silver. And those hats that I wore were godfather hats. That's what those hats are called, godfather hats. It's the style. And that's what I wore. So one day I told Rocky, hey, I'm going to change my name. I said, uh, all I said in the Nation of Domination was power to the nation. Rocky didn't Farouk did most of the talking. So I said, Rocky, from now on, call me the godfather and once he called me the godfather in that first interview promo people just started calling me the godfather i i, I, I wasn't common with wow. stop anymore they just called me and then one day i came up with an idea and i was wrestling bradshaw and uh me and bradshaw were popcorn match i don't know if you guys know what the popcorn match is it's sure but it's, that's yeah. the, that's the that's the match right after intermission yep. It's usually used to bring people, you know, give people a chance to come back from the concession stands and stuff. It's usually not like a match that people aren't really into. And so they had me and John and me and Bradshaw, and I love the death. We were beating the hell out of each other, just beating the hell out of each other, having fun. And the people would sit on their hands. There would be no reaction. So one day I said, Johnny, let's try something different. Now I'm, my hair's growing. I got some braids and people are like, Godfather, you look like a pimp, man. So I said, Johnny, let's try something. And this is, I mean, you can go in the uh, the network and kind of and see all this. They kind of put it together better than I did. But uh, I, I didn't even have girls. And I told Jack Lanza, who was one of the agents, I said, Jack, let's try something. Let me go out there and tell the people. Let me talk a little stuff to the people and offer John some girls. And we'll do something out of that. So make a long story short, I went out there. We were in Louisville, Kentucky, I remember. And I walked out there and I grabbed the mic and I said, I'm just going to come out and say it. Everybody knows it anyway. I'm a pimp. <laughs> and they're right there. People just like you kind of laughed a little bit. People kind of laughed. But I would say, but what you don't know is right here in Louisville, Kentucky, 
man, they got some of the best toes ever born. <laughs> and then I would say, I said, I, I said, how do I know? There's one of my old hoes. And I'd point to a girl. And she's like, no, no. And I was like, there's one of my old hoes. I'm like, what's up, baby? Uh, and then I'd find an overweight or real old or overweight girl. I'd say, hey, there's one of my old, old, my old hoes, too. And people kind of like, hey, you know, Pippin ain't easy. <laughs> <laughs> so then I would offer Bradshaw. Now, there's no girls involved. And I would, and there's no, there's no, nobody's preconditioned the people. They don't know what's going on. And I'd offer, I'd tell Bradshaw right now in the back, in a limo, I got five of the finest hoes you ever see. I said, they're willing to go back to the hotel room with you, do whatever you want. I said, but you got to walk that way from this match. I said, I'm going to beat your ass anyway. And that. So Bradshaw would take the girls and the people would start chanting, take the hose, take the hose, take the hose. The whole place would chat. I'm like, listen to the people that are telling you what to do. I said, I'm going to kick your ass anyway. And so Johnny would take the girls and he'd start walking down the aisle. And then I'd turn on the people and I'd, do a heel promo about stupid rednecks or something, and Johnny would turn around and my back would be to him. He'd come back up, hit the ring. They'd buzz me. I'd turn around. He'd hit me with that clothesline. One, two, three. I would pop. John would leave. I would pop up with my hat, my, my hat on, my glasses, everything crooked. I'd say, Pippin ain't easy, man. Yeah. And, the place would, <laughs> and the place would pop. Oh. So we went from beating the hell out of each other for 10 minutes to 10 minutes of Gaga, and the whole time you're getting nothing but reactions from the people. And I'm like, hey, there's something to this. Yeah. And then one day, Vince, then it started getting over in the house shows, and then we went to TV, and Vince says, Charles, you think you could get some girls to add to this? And I'm like, Vince, <laughs> come on. So me and a few other guys went and got some girls, and it just really, we went to the normal, the closest strip club we could find, we got some girls to go on TV with us, and it just took off. It blew God up after bless. that. And, I mean, overnight it blew up. Well, you know, I'm going to kill my guidance counselor for not recommending the same <laughs> path for me. You're going to be able – well, you might not be able to roll a fatty, but the pimp daddy will be there on Friday night with the Potomac Nationals as the godfather will be hanging out, throwing the first pitch, signing autographs, taking pictures. Hey, Having uh, fun. Hey, we got to pitch this because I know we're going to have to let you go here in a second, but uh, – I. Mm, SmackDown 1000 was just announced for uh, DC here in a couple of months. I mean, any chance that like we could get like you to maybe nudge us as to whether or not maybe we might see an appearance from a certain pimp daddy? Uh, the- I don't. I don't have anything. They have a hard time booking me because yeah. they're PG now. And any time that I show up, you have the audience start chanting, "Where's the hose?" and "Roll the fatty" and a lot of stuff that they're not really behind. That's like on the. That whatever they just had whatever the 25th anniversary of raw or yeah, something yeah and i was on it and they tried to marry me off and they're like because vince <laughs> says we can't use you as a pimp anymore yeah we can't have people saying that so we kind of just got to make you a retired pimp and you're just the godfather now so they, they use me on a lot of stuff uh i love those guys but it's hard for them to use me as the pimp godfather because that's not the you know the way they're going no i get that i get that but that doesn't mean they 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 call me (laughs) they call me out of the blue i wouldn't be surprised if they have me there that would make me very happy i I don't they haven't called me yet that would make me really really (laughs) happy hey uh charles besides friday night what can we what can we plug for you man where i mean obviously the club but like social media hey i tell you what there's a whole different side of the godfather that it's not so uh, i guess not I guess I've never been PG, 
But you can follow me on Instagram. A lot of people don't know it's me because my name's not on there. But you can follow me on Instagram. It's 420 Smoke Train. Okay. <laughs> 420 Smoke Train. Okay. And I don't think I and I, and I think you'll see the you'll, you'll really see the Godfather if you go I on am, Instagram and follow that. I am clicking you, but follow. Make sure you follow me because I think I only have like eight thousand followers because I don't think people believe it's me. Well, even though that. It's pictures of me and stuff, uh, but go on there, 420 Smoke Train, and check me out. You'll get a kick out of it. You just picked up follower number 8001. I can tell you that <laughs> right, right now. Uh, so you'll, see that you'll, you'll have a good time. You'll see that I have a lot of fun in, in life. I love it, man. Uh, can we can we get you to leave us by inviting us to jump aboard something? Is that is that possible, Charles? This is Aaron, right? It's Glenn and Aaron, yes. Okay, uh, let's do it. You guys ready? Yes. It's oh, yes. time, once again, for everybody to come aboard the whole train. <laughs> Seriously, sir, what an absolute honor, man. We can't wait to see you on Friday night with the Potomac Nationals. Thank you, Charles, for taking the time for I us, man. I hope you guys are there, man. Great talking to you guys, man. I can't wait. To, I, I, I'm serious. I can't wait to come. It's going to be fun. Well, that didn't suck. That did uh, not suck at I mean, for AJ, I hate obviously. Both of you. I hate both of you. <laughs> Thank you to the Godfather now, for joining us. What, what we did find out, AJ, is that you can go to a strip club and he'll he'll hang out with people. That is true, right? Like, you could just go and not see any of the girls and just hang out with the Godfather in Vegas for the night. So we might need to look into what? that. Yeah. How you guys didn't do that during Aaron's bachelor party, I Yeah. Am, I, I, I was, am. That was the first thing I thought of, yeah. and I got really bitter. Yeah, I don't know. Aaron, what you you're the doing. worst person alive. <laughs> yeah, blame Wait a second. Aaron, no, blame his best man. It's his best man's fault for that. Yeah. It's not nope, Aaron's fault. Nope, it's Aaron's fault because Aaron is the one that's supposed to know these things he's a, if i ask aaron who won the intercontinental title in 1997 that is true that actually is true yeah that's, that's your ass point. i bet his ass would know that yeah. but he didn't know that if we went to the fucking godfather's goddamn strip club in vegas that we get to hang out with him yeah aaron all right he's uh, he's sold me that's on you dude you fucked up that's just the way it is somehow uh, it turns on uh, appreciate appreciate charles wright joining us and checking out at the peanuts on a friday Go. night all right, um, okay, let's get into NXT because we haven't been able to do it yet. Um, AJ, you were there. Uh, I know that I, we've, we've already talked about just how amazing the entire weekend was, but the atmosphere. Uh, you all right? What are, you, are you, like, mixing something? What are you doing? No, I'm, I'm laying down. Okay, all right. Um, uh, explain everything about being there on Saturday nights. Uh, well, it was awesome because just by pure happenstance, I happen to be sitting right next to Noel Foley and yeah, Frank the Clown. That's cool. That's really cool. That's really cool that it worked out that way. And you guys are going to be even more mad because I ended up having an extra ticket. You mother... Well, I yeah. Was, hang on. Yeah, no, okay, you're right. We're mad. <laughs> Wait, well, actually, I was... I <laughs> but was, I, here's I, the thing. I only knew I was going to have an extra ticket the day of, and it was only one. Okay, but I was in Ohio, so it actually would have been okay. it would have been fine. I, was, I, I I would have hopped on a bus and yeah. told me. Aaron, to Aaron, <laughs> oh, this sucks so much for you, Aaron. Ha 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 ha! I got to go to. Oh, the I was I was at I was at a gender reveal instead. Oh my god, that's that is literally the worst. Oh, like, you couldn't have got out of that. There, no, 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 oh, hang on not, a second. Stop. Honestly, but, but. I, the, what you, the picture you just painted is actually the two worst possible ends of the spectrum in the history of humanity. <laughs> Like, I can say I didn't get to go to NXT, but I got to go to the Christmas Story house on Sunday morning. So, like, my weekend was still pretty good. 
you could have been NXT, and instead you were at a fucking gender reveal party. My and who? who, So then, here's the qualifying factors. Who was the person? Like, why were you there? It it was uh, my wife's made of like best friend. So okay, so your wife's girlfriend. Like, if it had been, and was it a boy or a girl? It was a boy. So now the wife's friend is pissed. (laughs) So that makes it even worse. Okay. Okay. If you had said like it was Aaron has a sister, not that she's pregnant or something like that. But like, if you had said it was my, like then we've been like, okay, I get it. You can't get it. I have to do it. You can't get out of that. Right. But like, you're looking for any excuse to that of going to your wife's friends. I think I could have gotten out of it. If you had told me there was a ticket. But I didn't know till the day of. Like, literally, I found out at, like, noon. But Aaron was, like, itching for anything. He was, like, actually calling his work and being like, hey, do you guys Hold need on, me to- noon? I would have been on the 1230 Megabus. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... You know what? This is kind of coming back around to AJ being a dick. This is kind of coming uh, back around to- I mean, but the, but the thing is, like, I, didn't, I also didn't... Because what happened was I was supposed to go with one of my friends that lives in New York City. He ended up not being able to go because he plays on the New York rugby team and they had like some special meeting or some shit that they okay. had to go to Okay, Saturday night. And uh, so he couldn't come. So then I told a bunch of my teammates and a bunch of them seemed interesting, but never, but they, and they were texting me throughout the day telling me, asking me where I was, what time I was going places, blah, blah, blah. But then they all flaked. So it's not really on me. It's more on the shitty people. I guess I surround myself. All right, with. We're going to give you, you a just ask me at noon instead of, those uh, shitty people, uh, 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 uh. and I would have been there. We're gonna give you, uh, but I was next to them. And in fairness, did you really want to go with Aaron? He's the worst. So, like, just keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah, that uh, is also true. I, also, Aaron, you know, you you guys also, without my permission, made a bet in which you have to take a pitch, a dick pic, and send. Blame, blame Miggs and Glenn for that. That was really one. a Steve Miggs. That was really Steve. Like, let's tell the truth about that. That was entire. <laughs> we had agreed to something else before the show started. And Migs coerced us into that bet, which is odd now that I think about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, as far as what actually happened, um, look, oh, my God. Oh, oh, and also, by the way, I got to uh, – afterwards, we got to go out. I went out drinking with them. We went out. I ended up, uh, it was Paige's birthday party. We went to meet up with her. I saw the pictures, and, Dick. Uh, at the bar, you know, yeah. so I uh, got yeah. to celebrate Paige's birthday with her and – uh, then from there went Did she to try a to table. You this time? No, actually this time was way cooler. Uh, <laughs> and I told and I told her, I told her about um, that we had met before. I didn't tell her the whole thing, but I told her we met at WrestleMania, blah blah blah. And um, she was like, she was like, oh yeah, you know, yeah, it's cool. I'm glad, blah blah blah. Oh Mojo, then that must have been crazy. Like I don't know why my that's my impersonation of her. And then. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that wasn't British. It was more there, like I went from there to party. I went from there to party with Mojo to like four in the morning. So that was sick. Oh, you know what? I've got a clip that I want to share too. Oh, son of a bitch! I got to do that before we get out of here. Remind me, bring Mojo back up before we end for the show, okay? Because okay. Mojo shared something on Facebook this week that I like involves me and I had forgotten about. It's really funny. Um, so so let's get to what happened. Yes, you're an asshole. We hate you. I, I hope you had a wonderful time. Um, but I also saw I also saw the best match of the year. Yeah, it was okay, okay, okay. Yeah. The best match of the year. Well, um, 
I'm assuming we're talking about Ricochet Adam Cole, right? Like, uh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, it was fucking unbelievable. I mean, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I, I'm flabbergasted. It was the, the only Bro. thing I could say is like everything Ricochet's done to this point has been perfect. He's the human highlight. Reel. Yes. I need you. I need you to understand this, okay? So because it was the comp seats area, um, sometimes they don't use all the comps. So. Uh, it was it was Noel Foley and Frank the Clown. Then it was the seats. Then it was me. And then there was like four empty seats next to me. But like those were my tickets. There just nobody sitting there. So I had all this room this whole time. So when Ricochet did that backflip, and uh, Adam Cole kicked him in the face like mid moonsault, and then uh, hit him with a uh, hit him with another move, and then went for the one two three, and he kicked out. Do you understand I was running back and forth in those, like, six seats, like, losing my mind at what just happened? Uh, and I'm, everyone around me was doing the exact yeah, same thing. Yeah, I believe it. I believe it. I believe it. Um, I mean, look, goddamn. Just goddamn. Uh, I, I'm not putting it as match of the year just because of Gargano Ciampa and how perfect that first match was. Oh, but... my God, bro. He literally kicked him in the face look, mid Musa, look. bro. That Dude. is uh, one of the greatest spots of all time. Yes. Oh, oh, oh I, I don't disagree. That <laughs> spot was unbelievable. That spot was unbelievable. That's, a top, that's really like a top five spot, I think, in wrestling history, bro. It was incredible. Like, like move-wise, yes. bro. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was incredible. It was incredible. Nobody's arguing. It was incredible. I, I'm not saying it's a bad match. I'm just saying if, if we're talking about it, I, I put the other one slightly in front of it, but it was wonderful in a night full of wonderful matches. Oh, so great! The whole thing was so goddamn good. How about how about Velveteen Dream and those trunks? Oh, oh first, I can't. First of all, first of all, this man came out and had a crown on, had a Kooji sweater on, yeah, and uh, had the Brooklyn Bridge and had uh, Dream over and had it was all a dream. And notorious, notorious, notorious dream, dream yeah. on his trunks, and he on the back it said, "Call me a Vince." He's the walking, living, breathing goat. It's amazing. It's amazing what he's doing. It's amazing the storytelling. It's amazing that he got a win, and I still think that EC3 comes out looking great. Um, yes, he does. It, it's all amazing. It's all effing amazing. Um and it doesn't you know you I was, know how mad I was when he finally won the match that I didn't pick him to win. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That is pretty funny, right? Yeah, yeah every funny. major match he's been in. Yeah, right. And he didn't win any of them. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Um, you're an idiot, but I had to send a, a dick pic, so uh, I guess I'm a bigger idiot. Um, look, you know, I guess we come out of this. There's a couple of things. One. I, I I assume, you know, like, we don't have another takeover until Survivor Series, correct? Correct. correct. That's a long time to go. Yes. So they can keep Gargano away for a while to sell the injury, right? Sell the injury and sell the, the psychological, like, I went down the, the, you know, to the dark side and right. that cost me. Presumably. So I have to find the light again. In the meantime, you have a big championship match for Ciampa on NXT. Presumably. Alistair Black. Right now, it depends on the extent of Alistair Black's injury. He, he, he should be. He should. I think it was a month injury. Okay, so, so that yeah. that would allow you the time to blow Alistair Black out of the picture, and then you bring back Johnny Gargano. And I guess you just I, like at this point, I don't know how you don't just keep doing it 
as the main event at every takeover until until we hear otherwise. Forever. Yeah. I mean, like at this point, I and I and I get the your argument, Aaron, has been well. How do you do it? They together? have to fight at War Games. Yeah. You can. I think you can. You can sell a story. I think where Gargano doesn't want anything to do with Johnny or to, with Champa for a little bit because of how it all went down. Because it. it I mean, I can, I, can buy, I, I would buy that. Yeah, but I'm saying I think if you if you want war you can. Games. But war games, well, but war games it's isn't a team. right. It's not a one on one match. No, no, no. I know, but I'm saying the, the, it's literally called war. I understand games. what you're saying, but like it's called war games because of the one match. I get um, that, but that also you're that's the perfect place for it. When well, is war games? That's summer. No, that's, Survivor, no, that's Survivor Series weekend, right? Um, so you um you think Alistair Black's a one month injury? He's already been gone. What a week? Yeah, I mean he'll be back. Pro, maybe not this taping, but the second taping set of tapings. Yeah, so, October. Yeah. Right, right. Um, yeah. I think you blow that off early in that those tapings, and then I think you now. If you want to, I, I, I think that's the War Games match. I think that's the title match for War Games. And is you, you hold Gargano, off Alistair you Black keep there, Gargano completely you, out of the picture until yeah. Like you maybe have him show up, but he's only showing up to talk about how. Oh I'm, my God! Could you imagine if that's how they use? Velveteen Dream to turn face. Is they have a Velveteen Dream Champa match? Yeah, in the like in the yeah. meantime, like that's the holdover until Alistair Black comes back. Well, but yeah, okay. If you say during this four month, if Black if Black yeah. wasn't ready for this set of tapings, you needed him to do something in this four month span. I, I don't, man. I don't know. Uh, I, I I'd rather just because it's Velveteen Dream, and I feel like the the big face turn and the big title match should be. Like I think that once he's in the title picture, he need, he should win the title. Honestly, yeah, I don't know that I disagree with that either. Actually, I don't. I don't think uh, you know. I have it on very good authority that he also uh, got a little heat for those. Well, I can't imagine. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, Triple because... H. I mean, Triple H said that in the in the press conference. He's like, yeah, you want a call from Vince, but it, but you might not always like the call you get from Vince. Yeah. yeah. Now, now, look, I also can't. If they were legit, shoot angry about it. There's they no were. okay, but there's no chance he hit it from everyone until he was in gorilla position, right? Literally, literally, literally hit it with his his jacket, his coochie sweater. I can't believe that the that the uh, the costume people, the seamstress, doesn't tell people yeah, what they're making. They don't make. They don't. They're right. not the person that makes every outfit, right? And I know that some of them make their own. I get the whole thing. Yeah. I still struggle with. And then they all, the, the the other thing that I'm struggling. He literally, with, he literally had it in his bag. Right. Probably got got dressed in the bathroom alone. Are you saying? His, are you saying you know this, or are you hypothesizing? No, I know this. Okay. All right. These are two different things. <laughs> well, no, that, it's important. It's important that we clarify. You yeah. know exactly what he did. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I don't know how he how he did it specifically. But you know but that know nobody knew. Fact, no one knew until he took that jacket off. Mm. It's interesting to me then that the announcers acknowledged it. That's really that's very interesting to me because I would think that somebody would have said, "We don't want to make anything out of this." Just they don't they don't micromanage Morrow as much as they do the others. But it wasn't Morrow who brought it up, was it? I thought it was. Um, yeah, but but I'm saying Hunter's in their ears. So yeah. he's probably like, yeah. He's like, what, what are those trunks? Blah, blah, blah. Say something about it. Like, 
That's interesting. It's just interesting to me that he chose to acknowledge them if they were shoot mad. They... I mean, I mean, you you have to. Right. I mean, they, they, saying... they might not have known at the time that they were going to be mad about it. Fair. I don't know. I don't know. That's interesting. That's really interesting. Like tri- Triple H definitely seems like the type of guy where it would like even if he's mad, he wouldn't let it bo- you know ruin the broadcast during it and then right. afterwards right. I hear something happened. All right. Um. So, so yeah, they. I mean, it'd be interesting to see how that all sort of plays out over the coming weeks. We assume that the War Raiders. Dude, were... you you lost to me, and I picked Mustache Mountain. Yeah, that was a that yeah, was that the was most weird. bizarre of the like when when Aaron was reading no, it down. I, I I just assumed that Adam Cole was going to lose, so I thought that a good way to like redo Undisputed Era like is to have Adam Cole and then both be chasing for a belt. But they're supposed to be heels. <laughs> but that's my. But they're not, and they won't be for very long. Well, that might be true. That part might be true. You might. Be <laughs> that's that. yeah. like. Are we? Are we all sitting? Yeah, here that's a good point. Team? Now, like, that... okay, we, yeah, we think Gargano is going to be the person that comes back and takes down Chopper. Right. We right, hope. Right. But are we sure it's not Adam Cole? Well, and I guess if the argument is that War Raiders are about to be the face tag, or they're about to be the heel tag team, then doesn't Undisputed Era exactly. have to become the face tag team? Right. That's an interesting. I'm really curious to see where they go, and and if the War if War Raiders are heels now, which again heel move right there. Right. Um. Does that potentially position? We assume Undisputed Era is is in war games. Does that position them as the faces in it? No, I mean right now, yeah, I would think. But remember, they also had the awkwardness last year where they had like Roderick Strong with the Authors of Pain, and that was supposed to sort of be. I'm I'm hoping. I'm hoping we go straight uh, two teams. We don't mess around with the three teams this year. Yeah. No. What? Yeah, I don't know. It worked out pretty well. (laughs) What? I'm not saying that was bad. I just I would like it to you know. Got two. Two teams are pretty good too. Yeah, but you got two rings, man. You got. But you need yeah. You need at least six people in the match. Well, but I mean, teams, with two teams, yeah, two you can have ten people. Yeah. You can have eight, ten. Oh, have as many I see you what you're saying. Oh, right. okay, I see yeah, what you're yeah. saying. No, you do a more I'm classic think, war think... games one on one. You know, one person comes out at a time. I mean, yeah, you could do that, but I, I think that they'll probably just do what they did last year. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I mean, like, it's, uh, <laughs> I know, mean, I the, the only problem is you only have one trio at the moment. Obviously, you can. No, I don't. I don't mean. I love your phrase. I don't mean trios. I mean. Three teams of two, or Ooh. oh yeah, I don't. I don't think two is the answer, but no, I mean like, two. look, I think I, mean, I think they. I think if doing, I had to guess, I think three teams of be. three actually really worked. I really liked it, and I would kind of like them to sort of, if this is going to be a thing they're going to do, establish that as that's how we're going to do it moving forward. I'm I'm in favor of that. Um, all that being said, it, that they'll have time to work on that and flush that whole thing out. By, and figure by out the way, that tag match. Oh yeah. Also, like if it wasn't for Adam Cole Ricochet, yes. that would be the best match yeah. yes. of the night Correct. and he, probably of the weekend. Correct. Yes. All right. Um and then in the women's picture, uh legitimately surprising, but legitimately surprising. But that being said, as we talked about on the show last week, you needed to give at some point if Kyrie Sane was going to be a legit star, she she needed to do something post May Young Classic. Okay, she's done it, right? Like you needed to do something at some point, as surprised as I am, and it does also make you wonder if they're trying to point towards a four horsewomen thing at some point yep. in the not so distant future. Um, but, but how do you pull that off with with Charlotte and Becky? Now? Oh, it's it seems that's, impossible. That's the that's dream. The... I, I mean, I think what's more likely is coming out of Evolution or whatever. You see Shane show up and challenge Ronda. That would be. 
really good. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would be great, in fact, uh, because it would be someone viable. And we just talked about a yeah. viability problem. Why did you not yeah. mention that when we were having that conversation, you dick? Because I wasn't thinking about NXT at yeah, the right? time. But yes, yeah, yeah I, I, I think we're looking. I don't. I think the best really... thing. Is- like you guys really think Shane is coming up? Like I don't, I didn't, I didn't until Aaron mentioned that. I didn't no, but like Aaron's no, but I've heard other people say that. I, I, I think that she's in an awkward position right now because she run, ran roughshod over the division. She doesn't have the belt, and yes, you can do one rematch if you want. You can go back and forth, but after that, there's just not a lot for her in NXT unless you're yeah, keeping her there true. for the other four horsewomen. I mean, yeah, that's true. Uh, it's it's fascinating. I mean, yeah, I mean that that I, I think that would be a better play though. To have her be the leader of the other three, and then they come up like pretending to have Ronda's back, and then they turn on her, and then Shane is the champ. But then, how do you get you the start... four horsewomen? Versus you you could do horsewomen. that without them meeting in NXT, though. You could have her up in because apparently the other two are like prod, like they're, they're getting rave reviews at the Performance Center right now. So, potentially but so is Ro- have... so is so is Ronda, and her last two matches were how long combined? Okay, you don't need to have that long matches. I mean, you do when the whole thing is the credibility of these women as wrestlers. I mean, but how long is long? I mean, obviously it can't be 30 seconds. I mean, 10-minute matches? Is that too much to ask? I, I think they could do 7- to 10-minute matches, sure. I, don't see- I hope so. I mean, obviously Rondo's I haven't seen I haven't seen the other two, so I don't I don't know for sure. But all I know is they're they're raving about them. I hope so. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I hope they're good. I really do. Like I said, with Ronda Rousey. Yeah, you were down on Ronda thing. Rousey. Yeah, I I wasn't down. I just said I wanted to see if she could work. You were, you were. No, dude. I specifically said I'm excited for Ronda Rousey, uh, but I want to see if she can work. We're gonna go back and pull that tape to get the exact. Please word. do. You were, please do. You were because pretty, you were very much if, like we have no idea. And I get what you what you want if you want to guide it in. If, she could work. Right. You're going to say you didn't say she was going to suck. You just you you left it open ended that you thought there was a chance she could. If she, I wanted to, I have to see it to believe it. I'm right. not from Missouri, but you got to show me. I, I I I hear what you're saying. I just want to. I would have to listen to the tape and see how you worded it. That's all. That's all. That's all. That's okay. all. We'll go back. Go ahead and do that. I probably sure won't. It's happen. way too much work for me to do. So I probably <laughs> it'll probably never happen. Brian Powell, get on that. Uh, <laughs> that's a Brian Powell job, is what that's going to be. All right. Um, I want to just quickly, because we're not going to do a quick count, because we're already over two hours, and Jesus Christ, we had said we weren't going to do those types of shows anymore, but there was a lot to get into this week. Um, it was the greatest wrestling weekend. In it was really good. So no enjoy. doubt. It was really good. Uh, real quick, Glow was renewed for a third season. That was on my list. Woo! You know, everybody's on board with that. Uh, Ryback says he's coming back. I think we all agree. Fuck Ryback. Um, yeah, fuck Ryback. So, you know, that's, I mean, look, if he comes back, God bless him. But <laughs> until he comes on to this show and apologizes for what he did to us, he can go fuck himself, and I don't need him back. Um, I had, ooh, a story that Chris Jericho uh, talked about on his podcast this week. Chris Jericho said that he had pitched the WWE the idea of him versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam, intercontinental title versus intercontinental title. And he says that when he initially pitched it to him, they were receptive to it. Obviously, it didn't come to fruition, but that would have kicked so much ass. That would have been so yes. great. Um, the I, only problem is there there couldn't have been a finish. Neither side would have agreed to let their champion job. 
Uh, well, I mean, I think Chris Jericho has enough power with with New Japan that he would have said, "No, I have to do the job. That's the way that this works." And you have to. Suck no one has that it. power with New Japan. Like honestly, like, and, and they've never worked with WWE, so that obviously would be a factor. But they are notorious I, for I being extremely you. protective in in I, inner brand, uh, inner you, show matches. I like think that. that Chris Jericho might be able to play by some of his own rules. Like they also have guys that are doing a lot with All In. Right, somebody's got to lose it All In. Right. None of their title, uh, none of their champions, their, I don't not, think, are going to lose. Okay, okay. I mean, maybe, maybe we'll see. I don't know. I think Jericho's got a lot of pull, and I, I would have been interesting to see how that would have played out. But um, clearly, that wasn't meant to be. Uh, all right. So uh, we, I, meant, I mentioned Mojo. I was on his uh, for some reason. I, he, I it popped up something he posted on Facebook the other day. And uh, AJ, could you explain to people who Dave Salazzo is? AJ. Did we lose him? Do, are you there? And we might have lost AJ. Great setup. Oh. That was really an awesome moment. No, nah, he was my. Uh, sorry, I didn't know my. I didn't know my mic was muted. Oh. He was on. Um, he was my defensive line coach at the University of Maryland. He also went on to be the assistant head coach at UMass. Um, he is a very wild character that's, indeed. That's the more part that I think is important for the story. He's a total maniac. Is is fair, right? It's, I mean, yeah, you could one one could say right. So, um, I don't know why Dean er, um, uh, Mojo, I don't know why he felt the need to share this from a few years back. But apparently, ten years ago this week, uh, you know, every year the Maryland holds an event. It's uh, Media Day, right? And, Except this year. <laughs> well, yeah, this year, and oh god, you know, it's just a different situation, unfortunately. Yes. Um, but every year they, they hold this media day thing. And for years when I was, you know, doing Maryland reporting, I would go down AJ and I did a few, you know, things together over the years when he was playing. There. Yes, we did. And, and normally what I would go down there is just try to have a little bit more fun, right? Media day is a day. There's no game to be played that week. Just go down and have some fun, uh, get to know everybody. And we would shoot little videos and get stuff for the radio. And Aaron, you've done plenty of them, obviously, um, yep. for the, the, the radio as well. And I always like talking to Coach Salazzo. And I've done I've done plenty of them also because you guys always needed me to do some shit. Right, correct. We needed you because everybody else was boring, and so we needed. I was somebody gonna say you were the only guy who talked. All yeah, the right. Time. We needed somebody to and, come talk to. And I was the because guess what? Why? Guess why? Because you're the main event. Vent. You're goddamn right. Vent, vent, vent. <laughs> so so Mojo posted this clip right, and it's me talking to Dave Salazzo, his defensive line coach, AJ's defensive line coach, and. I, again, I have no idea why he thought of this 10 years ago, but it's so ironic, perhaps foreshadowing from Coach Salazzo regarding what Dean Mutati would end up becoming. This is just a short clip that Mojo shared on Facebook the other day. We got good leadership. We got 21 seniors on the team. You know, I got some great leaders in my room. Jeremy LeVar, Matt Frost, uh, Bimmy, uh, Dean Mutati. So I'm excited about the defensive line and uh, feel like we got a great group and a great attitude. And who's the guy that's the next, uh, who's the second loudest person in the room? Matati, without doubt. He might take the cake right now. <laughs> Matter of fact, I'm going to tell him to calm down. Pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> I'm going to tell Super him. Super facts. Yes, correct, right? Like, how great is that? How great I is used to be at those meetings. Super facts. That was my freshman year. Was it? Um, okay, okay. So that was that year, 2008, was my freshman year at uh, at Maryland, my true freshman year. Um, and yes, it was absolutely insane in that in there. Matadi used to get himself all worked up 
uh, like off the music you listen to before games, and he would punch lockers. <laughs> there you go. Like, these lockers, these lockers are like steel. Jesus like, Christ. Hot, like they're not soft. Like and they're not oh. like cheapo lockers like at like a high school gym or some shit. Oh, man. These right. are like sturdy, like heavy duty fucking steel lockers. Like and sh- and he was punching the shit out of them like every single week. He would do this. It all makes so much sense. It all makes so much <laughs> sense now. Uh, it's a great clip, and I I I'd forgotten that ever happened. But that was a really neat clip that uh, that Dean shared out. Uh, all right, we're so over time. Do we want to call my wife? It's your call. There better be a payoff, though. Uh, she's probably asleep. Um, C- call her real quick, just real quick. All right, all right, we'll try it. We'll try calling my Ooh. wife. Oh Jesus Christ! I actually don't know her number. I yes, look yes, 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 yes. Oh, yes, for yes, God's yes. sakes! All right, so. I sent it. I sent this picture to over two hours. Ago. This is. I, I want you to understand. I want you to understand. I haven't even heard the the Godfather interview now. Yeah. Just from our conversations, this has been a top three. Yeah, yeah it's been a good. Out. You're right. It's been a good show. I'm okay with the fact that oh, we went yeah. over. Real quick. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. We got to be quiet if this. <laughs> all right. All right. Am I? I'm, all right. I'm gonna call her from this. Ah, right. oh, Jesus. Three. Uh-huh. 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 All right. See how this goes. I bet she doesn't answer, by the way, just to make this worse. I bet she doesn't answer because she's not going to recognize a number since I'm calling from the studio. <sighs> she didn't answer. She didn't <laughs> effing answer. Wait, wait. So that's not even it. She, she hit no, right? Yeah. It only rang like two times. It's, she doesn't recognize <laughs> the number. Hang on. I'm going uh, to call from a cell phone real quick. I'll put her on speaker. That's what I'll do. I'll put her on speaker if you guys can hear. Hang on. Ah, oh, Jesus. Hey. Re- yeah, I did. Real quick, uh, you're you're on the show right now, sort of. Um, uh, AJ, AJ, AJ and Aaron can hear you. Okay, so just be aware of that. All right, and and the people that listen to the wrestling show. Um, did you happen to notice a text that I sent you earlier? No. <laughs> I haven't looked at my phone all night. Huh. All right. Um. Did you not notice it because it was too small? AJ wants to know if... Oh, no. No, God. Yeah, what a, you're a dick. Um, wait, wait. Don't, don't tell her. Don't yeah, tell yeah her. what do I do don't now, right? Yeah, okay. All right, all right, baby. That's enough. That's We're good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I love you. Okay, bye. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> oh, God. God damn it. <laughs> So I mean, wait, I think she's going to go through and she's going to see it, and then we'll get a real reaction. Yeah, that's exactly right. Exactly the right way to do that. Hopefully, that means she's about to go look at it and be like, "What the fuck?" Like, hopefully, that's what we're about to get. Oh, she's calling back. Hang on a second. Yes. All right, hang on. We will do it this way. Hang on a second, and uh, speaker. Let me get that. Hi, baby. All right, that wasn't as good as Damn I wanted me. it to be. Yeah, that wasn't that good, but it was still something. And I pre- Thank you, baby. I love you. All right, bye. All right, it's kind of... God damn it. Yeah, that didn't end up being as good as I wanted it to be. No. That's a bummer. That's a bummer. <sighs> it's such a... Well, dream. hey, sometimes Roman Reigns still wins. That's true. That's a good point. That's a good point. Also, I avoided having to tell my really embarrassing story, so this was kind of a win for me, too. Um. All right. Uh. Let's get the plugs in. I think. I, wait. I think because it wasn't that good, you have to. Tell yep. The story. You got to tell the story now. Okay. So quickly, you guys know I've lost a good amount of weight in the last few months, right? Like I've lost. Uh-huh. I've lost fifty pounds. 
because I'm, so your dick is bigger. No, no, no. I've really been busting my ass at the gym like every day. I don't take a day off at all. Like I've been legitimately busting my ass. I'm not a gym person. Like my inclination is not a gym person. So I don't have. I essentially was working out so hard the other day that my dick was rubbing up against my shorts, and it actually rubbed the tick of, tip of my dick raw. That's an oh. actual thing that occurred. And so my wife requested some sex. Why, are you, that, why, why aren't you wearing? I know. Why, why are you because AJ, I'm not. Ac- I, I'm not actually an athlete. This is the problem. I'm a, like twelve bucks. I know, but I'm a fat ass who's always been a fat ass. So I'm not conditioned to do the things that athletes are supposed to do. So uh, okay. yes, yeah, yes. You're just, you're, I forgot. You're athletic. You're an athletic idiot. Guy. Right. Correct. I need to do that. You're right. And considering the fact that I'm going to keep going to the gym, I damn well better get one at this point. But no, at the time I wasn't, and I was, I, I literally rubbed the tip of my dick raw. And so my wife requested some sex, and I had to sheepishly say, that would actually hurt like hell right now. I don't want to have the sex. And so I thought that maybe when I sent her the picture, she was just thinking, oh, he's showing me that my, his dick isn't raw anymore. He's good to have some sex later. And so she, that's why we didn't get a reaction. That was what my gut was, was she was just like, oh, he's just sending me a picture of his dick because he wants me to know I'm down. He's down to have some sex later on tonight. So that was what I thought the reaction was, not that she just hadn't looked. All right. That was really embarrassing. And, I don't wanna... and yet she's already asleep. Correct. <laughs> Correct. That doesn't actually change anything. She would still prefer. Yeah. Anyway, moral of the story is. Oh, God. All right. Anyway, move on. Pa- plug. Get to the plugs. <laughs> just to AJ go. Uh, this is just fantastic. Yeah, is it? You know? Is it? This is just the best. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad. It's funny It's funny that she was already asleep, though. So we, sh- we, so we do know that. Yeah, she was definitely already asleep. That, by the way, really interesting that she didn't bother to look at her phone for two hours. Like... What if something well, was, was, was she asleep at seven or six no, thirty or whatever? You don't put the kids to bed until eight, so like she. I, well, she does have to take care of a, a child. Yeah, two of them, in fact. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. Like, children are really annoying. They are. You're right about that part. That is super true. They're beautiful and they're bundles of joy. Yeah, and gifts from God, but they are fucking. They annoying. all of those things are accurate. <laughs> all right, get your plugs in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you can uh, follow me on social media at AJ Francis 410. That's Instagram, Twitter, everything. Um, <clears throat> got a game on Friday versus the Jets, so tune in. I got um, my Frank Style Fridays are still doing going really well. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to drop a new song at the end of the month. Um, like in preparation, you guys are the first people to find that out. Awesome. Um, awesome. So this, this is really dope. I uh, just wanted to say appreciate all you guys for the love and how great is it to be a wrestling fan right now? Oh, you're right about all of those things. At AJ Francis. So, yeah, just at AJ Francis 410 once yeah. again on all social media. No doubt, yeah. man. No doubt. And it's good that we were able to have you for a whole show this week. That's awesome. Amazing. Uh, yes. Really, really cool that it yes. worked out that way. It actually explains. We've yeah. been doing. I was like, man, time wise, we've only had like hour and a half shows recently. And then I was like, oh, right. <laughs> That's because yes. it was just two of us for a lot of those. Um, yes, because it's just well, you know, this show is proof that it's not like if I'm on the show, I will do the whole show every time. Oh, I know, I, I know, I know that, and we've said that I all am along. Not, I am not, I am not, I am not a prima donna. Yes, we've never I thought would, that. I would if 
if you guys wanted, I know no one would listen, but if you guys wanted, we could do fucking four hour shows. I know, for all you I, I know, I know. We've never doubted that about you, and we've never called you out for any of that because we totally understand what you're doing, and we completely get it, and we really appreciate the fact that you were able to do a, a whole show tonight. That ended up being really awesome. All right, uh, Aaron, you're on Twitter. At the AOster. The sh- we're on Twitter. At Jobbing Out Show. The show's email, jobbingoutshow.gmail.com. Read my stuff at the Baltimore Sun. Very good. I'm at Glenn Clark Radio and glennclarkradio.com. Thanks again to the Godfather for joining us. He's amazing. For Aaron Oster and for... The main event. 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 It's been a two-hour show! Thank you. (laughs) AJ Francis of the New York Giants. I'm Glenn Clark. This has been Jobbing Out. All right. Oh, damn it. I fucked it up. Good. I'll leave it in. I'll leave it in. That's fine. Do it again. Do it again. You're the worst human alive. Jobbing Out.